We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best you can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go fishing They got to stay at home Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> oh, my friends don't go fishing. They got to stay at home. They ain't got And good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show on this rather still dark but beautiful looking morning and winds are starting to drop off. So the weather gods are looking us after us fishermen this weekend. Mind you, it is still 15 knots out there, but it is dropping a little bit tomorrow. So hopefully it's going to be sweet, calm and lots of Spaniards and lots of barra around for me and the boys. Good morning, Gazza. How hey, are Marty, you, mate? Good, mate. Good. What's good. going on? Oh, not much. Just chilling. Just chilling. Yeah. You enjoy your week, mate? Had a good week? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It worked well. Got there. 
I was at work. Yep. No, no, still organising this Maggie Island job. So yep. when that starts, yeah, I'll be backwards and forwards to the island nearly every day for a while. Might You're looking I? a bit fair in the skin. You're going to get crook, I'm thinking. Am I? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yep. A little bit. Yep, you're not your hundred percent this morning, Gazza. I can feel it. I don't know whether it was the chemicals they used to clean here, but I started sneezing as soon as I sniffed mm. it. Or oh, it could have been lines of coke you done before you walked into the front doors. Maybe Gazza. I didn't do enough. There's, there's, there, a, there's some. Hey, ah. there's our special guest that's just come in. Hey, have we got a show and a half for you guys uh, this morning? We are really, really looking forward to it. Adam Finlay, Audacity Charters. G'day, Big Ad. How are you, man? Good, good. How are you guys? Good. We feel very pleased. Privilege to get your time because you are about the busiest man who burns the candle at both ends ridiculously. And uh, when you said, "Yeah, I'd love to come into the show," we were wrapped. So thank you so much for putting in the effort, man. No, no problem at all. Really appreciate. Always a pleasure. And we have so much that we want to talk to you about and everything. Uh, whether it's everything from netting or where do you think our future is going to hold? Is redfish going to be on the on the black market list? Is it going to be on the takeoff list? Are they going to drop it from seven to two to one to none? So throw, all of that. Throw me in the deep end, yeah. Yeah, we are going to throw you mm. into the deep end. And, uh, he wants someone else to cop the criticism from fisheries like he gets. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah oh, definitely. Me and Adel team up here. Uh-huh. Yeah. No I, 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 so, so I read because I'm a, I am very, very rarely comment on the fisheries post for, for my own safety, so I just don't do it. But um, like last week, um, the, the skipper of that, um, O'Brien, um, who's a female skipper, um, she puts a big post up how, how she dislikes fishing, doesn't it? I'm like, yeah, spot on. Of course you don't. <laughs> I didn't see you're, that one. you're a perfect advocate for the fisheries, you idiot. You know, um, on the fisheries Moron. post on, mm-hmm. you're right. Sorry, yeah, I'm done. Instagram, <laughs> Instagram and Facey, you see um, all the things they've been doing. Um, the other week they put on there the the creeks down um, jumping pin and those areas they mm. went all through there yeah. and pulled out all the old crab pots mm. that they, they need to do that in the Horton and Morrisseys and and our creeks. I think they will. I think that's oh. coming. There's I heaps. think they have. I'm pretty sure they have it at certain stages. Yeah, yeah remember they're only allowed the out of the is, office for 15 minutes a day. That's so. the drama with it. Is their manpower? Yeah. Um, so we. Yeah. That's the last one, guys. Sorry. We, um, yeah, they, they haven't got many people on the ground. So. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they get in and do what they can. They just need to. There's a few there. The other week when I was down there, that. What do they call them? Ghosts. Ghost, Ghost pots. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My, my suggestion with it would. Well, why wouldn't you subcontract that out? Why not have an external company? To give you know, allow the law to to yep. be able to do that for sure. Yeah. So, but as long as you're signed and yeah, how do you class it as a ghost? Well, no, right. some of those pots no. that, are, that have got most of them are stuck on something or yeah. stuck mm. in the mud, yeah. and the floats are normally covered in slime or so. Uh, what, half what's the importance up. of getting rid of them for environmental purposes? Or well, if they're if they're still continually crabbing, like I remember. Um, a few years ago, mm. I found one up the shortcut from Morrissey's to the Horton. Right. And I actually looked in it because it was low tide. And it technically, I'm not allowed to touch it, mm. but technically there was about 20 undersized crabs in it. And right. there was dead crab shells. So, so this, they're still going in there. So this thing was stuck in the mud, only mm. half, but they were still going in. Mm. Well, crabs are with crabs, so if there's yeah. a dead one in there, then it's going to... Yeah, for more. sure. It's pretty simple. So yeah. I 
tried pulling it out of the mud, mm. and, and I'm not allowed to, I know that. I spoke to the boys at Fisheries about it. Right. And I couldn't budge it because I wanted to get all these undersized crabs out of it. Like, it was packed. Mm. And in the you end... You didn't have to cut my zip tie off, though. And, yeah. And I did see off. your name on it, mate. Yeah. Um, no, it di- actually didn't have a That's float. That's where we're crossing it the line, have, It didn't have a float on it or anything. I actually got my knife and cut the mesh. Actually, that brings me to an interesting point. So where do you stand? Because I know I'd be fisticuffing with my little chicken hands. If, yeah. like, you, there's no float or whatever, and obviously they, they, they're hiding their pots, they're using their camo. Now, us guys, we lure. And it's what happened to all of us. You flick the lure in there, and next minute there's um, hoochie cord tied to a mangrove that's tied to a crab pot, and they don't want the crab pot checked. So anyway, your lure's gone, boom, and gone straight in the line. Now, this has never happened to me where I've gone up and then they've come around the corner and I've been getting my lure off the rope. But what happens in that situation? I, technically, I just take my lure off their line. Yeah, but I'm saying if you get caught. You're yeah, taking the lure off the line. They the come line. over, yeah. and you're that. There's there's one thing that they're going to think. Oh, right? of course there is. Of course there is. So, but technically, they're doing the illegal thing, and what you've done, not most times, because they're hard to see sometimes. When you're just in tunnel vision, and that that brown hoochie cord's going into the water or whatever, and your lure yeah. bloody goes straight onto it. Well, they're probably going to think the worst it's, of course they it's are. no different to that youtube legend that had a go at me down the horton at the start of the year yeah when i was electricing around his crab pot yeah you weren't even touching his no pot, so and he was... come charging at me in his little boat and started gobbing off it wasn't until i stood up and started gobbing off back that, that he, he saw actually, that you were a child yeah and he actually <laughs> took off are you standing up again or are you sitting down <laughs> oh mate i was wild ads I, I, you know, when you're luring along a bank and there's a crab pot, I actually, this guy was up there, up a little bit fishing, and I was just on the electric, and I went around, just about to go round his crab pot, and he charged at me in his little tinny. Oh, yeah. And he started gobbing off, and then I went right, because I had Kayleen in the boat with me, so he must have thought, oh, it's husband and wife, this bloke's going to say nothing. And, mate, I stood up and stood on my esky so I could see over the gunnels. And, <laughs> And I gave it to him. And, it, and he, nearly, he nearly hit my boat. Like, we had to <clears> grab... And I, I nearly jumped in his boat, and he sort of crapped his pants a little bit, mm. and off he took off and back towards Kangala. So what was he expecting? Lap. Because his pots were on a particular bank that you're not to go near that bank. Yeah. That's well, what he was expecting. I said to him, I said, mate, I'm... He can get Not stuffed. in these words. I said, mate, I'm not going to steal your pot. I said, I'm going around it and explosive-laden words at him and he just i don't know whether he thought i don't know what he thought whether he thought i'm gonna have a go at this bloke he well he had a go but he soon turned around and shot off and it's quite funny because now he's got a youtube channel and does a heap of stuff down the horton and i quite often think about putting a little comment there oh remember the white boat with his missus at you that was me. I dare say. Well, you've just told, only run. You're told half Townsville now, anyway. Yeah. So. I know. Yeah. Might as well name him. Oh, mate, he he, <laughs> no, 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 no. he, uh, he, he, he. I don't know what he thought I was going to do because I was on the electric. He must have been I, having a moment because why would you do that in front of another boat anyway? If you, I, mean, I know, really? but he charged at me in his little. That would have annoyed me straight. And up. he nearly hit my boat. Like we had had to grab it. His son, I'd say, was in the front with him, and his son had to grab my boat. So and quick, quick, quick thought though. Like, what about half an hour prior? He's found someone checking his pot, and that's triggered him. 
Yeah, it might. Yeah, because I look at that, you know, from from my point of view, when we were doing crabbing charters and that sort of stuff, if I'd I'd found someone doing it, and then twenty minutes later I see another bloke around a pot, yeah. I probably wouldn't be too keen. I would not. Nah, I'd keep we my were, distance. If 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 Gaz went over to his pot and started pulling it up, but it's short. But I was mm. going around yeah. it when we like holding the luring rods, and I thought, mate. Well, anyone who's fished in my boat, and they'll know this for a fact, because I, I said, don't throw near the pots. Don't yeah. fr- just no, don't we, I was going around yeah. it. Don't risk it. Don't throw. Just. Uh, but there's so don't. many good cod there, right <laughs> next to the pot. Oh, there would be. Come on, <laughs> there would be. Hundred percent. But I don't. I just don't want to. Ri- I don't. Yeah, no, you don't. I, I but hate- same thing. Like I suppose if you've got a crab pot and it's marked properly. Yep. Um. You know, you don't need a le- legally need a float on the water. Yeah. I hate confrontation anyway. I'm a big sook. Yeah. Unless it's with my family, and then I'll kill you. Now, <laughs> I get a little bit aggro. Ah, <laughs> uh, we just um. Swanee's just sent us a message. Morning, guys, from the Lockyer Valley in Brisbane. Good on you, Swanee. Uh, ghost pots. I seen fisheries down the Horton about six months ago pick up ghost pots. I asked the same question about removing pots that are clearly abandoned. And no, no, you're not allowed to touch them. No, we right. know. Yep. Yeah, so they were down the Horton about six months ago. Yeah, I think they've done that little creek in uh, at Magnetic Island. They, they um, yeah. done them... Uh, got all the ghost pots out of there not long ago. I think they actually so. do a lot more than what, what's posted as well. Oh, yeah, no, think, wait, I'm definitely you know. not. No, <laughs> so let's carry on. Um. <laughs> He's, oh, well. You know they've got a picture of Marty up in their office on the dartboard. I could imagine. Two of them, just yeah. in case they miss the first dart. Yeah, they get him. <laughs> He's a pretty easy target. Yeah, oh, yeah. It must be the miss. They know it. Imagine it. Oh, is that Marty over there? Oh, it has to be. Look at the wrap on the boat. Yeah, there's right. only one yeah, little got a wrap around in here. Australia. Pigeon on the side of it. <laughs> uh, what is it a dump chuck. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Uh, yeah, dump. what do we call it? A dump chuck or an eagle? I, I remember. Tip turkey. I remember saying something, and you <laughs> you said it's chicken. a lubber bird or whatever. <laughs> Liver. Liver bird. Liver chicken. A mythical. He was a bit touchy on that subject. <laughs> I called it the wrong thing. <laughs> Well, some idiot that uh, a, man, a, a branch manager from NAFA thought that I was wearing a Leonard's chicken shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, these like we expected our pot to have been looked in at several times when we've been down to Morrissey's because you go away and you might race up the creek three or four mile to put another one in. Yeah, and you, but I haven't had any trouble but with the ours scumbags lately. are now nervous that. Uh, because of where fisheries do do some good things is they have them uh, camo pots, uh, the camo cameras. Yes, yeah. Hide well, a the lot of fishermen have their own as well. But yeah. then they go and blur their face out. Don't blur their face out. Just put them up. Yeah. Put them up. Yeah. You want to check other people's pots, you're going to cop it. Yeah. You know, we were camping on the banks of the Annan River up at Cooktown years ago. Just go over the bridge and we just put our tent up, put the tinny in, and I put some crab pots across the other side. Hmm. And I actually watched, was sitting in the camp watching blokes pull my crab pots yeah my shotgun wouldn't reach that far no but the problem is they probably got a shotgun on them people <laughs> yeah. like that don't. i said to kayleen have a look at these blokes and they went up oh, no put it back down oh look at that <laughs> checking the pots for yeah. me they're going to bring them crabs over in a yeah. moment all tied up here you go gaz here's your crabs <laughs> <laughs> where is that at the annan the annan up at cooktown yeah mm. yeah beautiful little and you it, i never forget it was when we like it's just started traveling and left victoria and and I fished underneath the bridge at the Ann and I'm throwing lures there hmm. and I caught a barracuda. And Victorian, oh, this is a good fish. I'll take it back to camp and we'll have some of this. <coughs> last time, first and last time barracuda ever went in a fry pan. <coughs> oh, my God, that would have been hot. It was Did horrid. the smell put you off? That didn't send any red flags? I told to put some spray on. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, the fish, sorry. No, it, <laughs> Sorry, Kayleen. No, it, uh, it was horrid, mate, the first and last time. But it was such a good fish for a Victorian uh, yes. from under a bridge on Lua. Yep. Um, I thought, oh, how good's this? Knock the sides off it yep. and all the slime yep. and uh, in the pan and, oh, it was rank. Bloody oath. Mm. It was Let's horrible. get on to a new topic. And I'll tell you what, how good is Tackle World? That photo you put up of of your line of Tackle, which we're going to talk about, yep. your gimps and your, your thumpers and so forth, it's just insane. They, they, that is brilliant. So yeah. um, kudos to them. Yeah, no, it Excellent wasn't dumbfounded a, with that. Like, yeah, and are they, they moving? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, would be. So hey. It's been pretty good. So. Yeah, and yeah. it's only going to get better. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, people are yet to know just what these things can do. Exactly. Yeah. 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 One of our, our, biggest... our biggest downfall is the marketing side because we've done zero. Right. Um, so getting it out there, you know, it's just been a slower process than probably what should sure. be con- considering the product. For but, sure. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to go stupid. Yeah, it's definitely. Just a matter of time. Have you got an angler or anything in your sights to do it? It might make a good competition. We need an angler to promote our. We've got enough within. Do you the need business. to yeah. go that way? You know, no, I mean, like, a lot of not really. I was just trying them. to make yeah, conversation. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, my days of trying to trying to find someone to, to sponsor. Well, what's what's <laughs> the point? If I want to catch a barra on it, I'll go catch a barra and take a photo. Um, yeah. You know, someone like Adam Crow catches a lot of big barra. Yeah, yeah. And religiously using them. Um, yeah. Won't use and when you say else. them, are you talking gimps? Are you talking your prawns? Or give us both, a bit of a rundown. So, yeah, yeah. So the, we've got the 150 mil vibe, which I've sort of not put on the back burner, but eased off. I <clears throat> haven't bothered trying to promote that. No, um, I don't, I, I'm ignorant to this. What do you mean 150 mil vibe? So the, the original. The original. The right. original. So, gimp. yeah, the original GIMP. Right, okay. The GIMP vibe. So, yeah. um, you know, we used it for Barra Charters for many years. It was, you know, by I've far seen the you, best. I've seen you catch a metery on it yeah. beside me with no tail on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the more you cut them up, the better they are. I, 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 <laughs> I, I literally cannot do that myself. Uh, I, 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 everything's got to be whole and working and the tail's straight and everything. Uh, Adam throws out this last. thing that looks like it has been at a... Gimp orgy for two years straight. It, <laughs> it was, was just it wrecked. was actually. That's why yeah. I had it sent, yeah. sent in built. Yeah, <laughs> it just he put it out and nailed the bar. But and, and not a, it wasn't a fifty. It was a metery. Yeah. So that was an incredible day that day. Cool. We've, we've got to relive that day. We, yeah, fair enough. And did you know that spot you took me? I've never been back. Yep. Never ever been back there. Well, that's why I didn't tell Gary because he would have been there every no, weekend. No, <laughs> Gary wouldn't do it either. Nope. No. No. But I do, I'd say, and I thought about Where it was every it? day. Yeah. <laughs> I've never asked for a spot. Where was it? <laughs> no, I pride myself on not asking people for spots. We um, hooked the most incredible barramundi. It's just absolute monsters. And uh, this one, and we made a uh, fundamental, I don't know how big that one was. He was well over 120 to the hook, probably yeah. 130, something like that. And the bull shark stayed away. There was no bull sharks there. We didn't lose, I think, no. for six, seven meteries, we called Yeah, yeah. Didn't lose a, a fish to a shark. That Oh, that Spaniard, though. <laughs> anyway, we bloody um, hooked this absolute monster and and, um, and oh, we, we just about had it beaten and, and Ad said, well, why don't we go over to the beach and we'll and I'll drop you off into the beach and you can land on the beach and we'll get some good photos and whatever. Yep, sounds great. And then it uh, went under something. We don't know what it was, do we? It's just, no, a, like, just um, one stick wild, or a start yeah. or something that was... And that yeah. was it. And I was heartbroken because... I never get heartbroken about losing fish, and I handled this one pretty well. Mm. But it was an absolute monster on top of a monster. And uh, but what made it better is we had had a pretty ridiculous day 
before then. And it was just it was just one of them red hot days because then we went back to the mouth of Morrissey's and caught two meteries. It was yeah. just one of them days. Brent just sent text and just said you haven't been back to the Barra Farm either. Did you go to the Barra Farm once? I went to the Barra Farm. I used to take Jakey yeah. to the Barra Farm all the time. Brent, saying, Tell him he feeds me too many rums every time I go. Brent does. Yeah. You're not a drinker. Yeah, no, I know. He makes me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's been to the Barra Farm. I used to have a ball there. I, I don't, I've got no problem with it. Yeah. yeah. Take the young fella down. But we used to, um, I used to get huge, huge numbers of, of little barras in there. But that, no, that day that we had was absolutely incredible. And the gimp um, that you were using, um, actually, I lie, we did lose a couple to sharks, didn't we, that day? Yeah, yeah, there's not a school of meteries in and around the Townsville region that doesn't Yeah, sharks, we did lose so. a couple that day, but <clears throat> absolutely incredible. So from the gimps, yep. we have now ventured on to? Onto the prawns. Right. So There was a part of a mould once uh, from, uh, from Ben <clears throat> who you brought the original mould of. Yeah. And I've still got some at home, and I've never wanted to use it because it was like a, a herring-shaped gimp. Yeah. Um... And but I've never ever seen a photo of it. You of it used. I've I never seen a, a fish. Good queenie on it once. Yeah, but have you have you heard anything? No, no. Ben so didn't do a lot of them, and they didn't vibe all that well. No, they so were funny. So when when I bought when we took over, yeah. Um, if you flipped it upside down, it was all right. It was the best vibe you've ever used, and it's just what do you it's, mean? It's sitting in the in the back at the moment and there's plans to actually bring it back out so if you turned it upside down its belly actually was a better vibe than the, the head than the top yeah. i should well, say there you go and then when it fell it actually fell and would flutter and come up right so to do that like hard to sort of explain but yeah swoop down and swoop up i suppose well it, so obviously <coughs> you've got plenty you don't need mine that i've got a, i've got a few there yeah um but we're playing with it a little bit design wise yeah until we perfect it we won't bring it out until it's perfected but i want it to actually flutter on the way down as well as flutter on the way up like okay. have it have something that's totally outside the square that will be outside um, the square well the one that um the, the one that i got um which i paid for i just it never aesthetically it didn't do it for me i didn't no, like the look it of looked it. ugly yeah it's just just but that's when you're at a stage where you thought well it's got to look good for me to put it on a hook whereas now you're probably looking at it and going shit anything that's weird is going to work way it's gonna better work. yeah d different yeah. D different times to different definitely so yeah. then we had the introduction of the prawn yep so we started with the standard prawn right so it was almost like like the akuta sort of prawn style. yeah for sure um, and, and you're not hiding that you know it's a no no it was yep. more probably more based on a doa style yeah the akuta um stiff which legs. was the original and some still say exactly. the best yeah yeah, and we always thought it was the best. Yeah. Um, they never melted. No. Not badly, so... Um, no. Yeah. They, and that's the problem that we... And it's... it's Well, you can't say that they're cheap anymore because they, they when they come out, they, I remember they were $4. Yep. Then they went to 8 yep. Then they went to 9 10 11 12 Yeah. You know, and they, now you're paying really, really good money for them. And... They do get sticky, or they're not friends with other plastics. No. Certainly not friends with each other. Uh, TPR, TPR melt. TPRs just yeah, yeah it's cheap melt straight away. Stuff. Yeah, so. so whereas your stuff, our plastic doesn't melt. Yep. So you can put Longevity. it on a torch. Yeah, it still won't melt. So yep. it's, it's epic stuff. Um, yep. It's a cool polymer. So are yeah. the prawns as good as you thought they would be? Better. They're better. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people haven't tried them. Sort of said they were stiff. So we went through about forty different materials. What's the name of the prawn? 
Just a gimp, sh- limp, limp gimp shrimp. Limp gimp shrimp. Yeah. Right. So just a soft prawn. Yeah. Don't ask the fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going there. Yeah. Not saying anything this morning. Oh, really? That's yeah. unlike, I'm that's just letting you. ads have the floor. It's very much Good lad, you. Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Good lad. I want to. Yeah. It was I'm named like. after Gary Power. So yeah. the, um, yeah. the actual logo. Is that the 12 inch model? Leather, was that the 12 inch prawn? Yeah. Thanks, mate. They modelled it off your height, guys. Yeah. Your left leg. Hey, morning chatter and Malcolm. They're putting in at um, Cardwell right now. It looks beautiful. Uh, oh, does it really? Morning, boys. It's a gorgeous morning. It was a little bit brisk last yeah, night too, I think. Yeah. So. No, beautiful um, beautiful range of lures, the gimp. And, and, and like you said, it's not your standard vibe, so to speak. It's got a totally different action to it. It just... Yeah, I've got some great fish and my, on the Yeah, and like I said, our marketing is the problem. So a lot of people will grab it and think that it's just like a standard vibe where you slow lift and it'll go brrr and then drop. But no, you need like a flick off the bottom, so you're trying to imitate a prawn rather well, than a fish. Back at Christmas uh, off your website brought me a stack, and I haven't used them yet. Yeah. So I don't know how to use them. Do I use them exactly the same way as well? I'll use because I've seen. No, totally and you're right. You have, you've done no footage yeah, or anything. No. And, and we, I and think we do you have need to because yeah, I don't do. know because I look at it and I like it. Yeah. And I think Gaz, you brought me um, a couple back from the tournament. I get, yeah because yeah, I delivered yeah. a heap of bags up and Ads gave me a couple and I gave yeah. you a couple. Um, but I don't know. Do, do, do I slow roll it? Do I? Hop it, or what? What do you do with them? With the prawns? Yeah, with yeah. The prawns. It just depends on each one. So the standard tail prawn, which is the the shrimp, well, yeah. you just flick it like a like a samaki would. I got you know, the flick, block flick, ones. flick, and then hammer tail. Block. Hammer you got the hammer so, tail. So yeah, when yeah. you lift it, you use a slightly stiffer rod. Right. You might not be good with that, but um, no, yeah. it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, just right, put right. a pill in it. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Where's that fit? Just. Under the real seed or? Under the real seed. Okay, cool. Please cool. carry on. <laughs> so, yeah, if you've got that slightly slightly far, uh, stiffer tip, I should say, <laughs> yep. um, yeah, you should feel it vibrate through that tip mm. quite easily on the lift. Oh, so, 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 so you, you, yeah, so it'll go as you lift it. Okay. So, um, and that? The whole idea is to use that prawn as a vibe. Very good. So you're hopping and it off the working bottom. And it's working successfully? Yeah, yeah, really Is that well. a go-to? For, what's your go-to? I'd rather it, yeah. So yeah. the 130 in that hammer tail is the, is the best all-round prawn yep. we have, in my opinion. Yep. Um, but then, you know, someone like Jack uh, Walker, he's paddle tail. Yep. So he likes that real subtle paddle tail that just okay. swims. Um, so that's another one of the range. Yep. And then, um, yeah, Crowey's still stuck on his standard tail you know like yep. he just likes that action that that, that flick flick off the yep. bottom and then let it sink yep um so yeah it just depends on your fishing how you do it but and um, i notice your range of colors you've, you've specially specialized in white um i think a, a lot of natural colors a lot of guys like natural yeah I like so, natural. so we can make any color um the only one i'm struggling with at the moment is that cola the motor oil cola yeah. and i'm i'm, I'm over it you're <clears throat> and I have yep. no interest because I hated that colour. <laughs> oh, I love as, that a, colour. As a guide, I, I love hated it. that colour. I love I still it. do, but, yeah, I will perfect that. There's a couple of guys, Jason Masters and a, and a few of those lads really want them. So I think um, I'll put them on the map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks for, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Giving me 400 messages. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, can you make this colour? This yep. colour, yeah. I don't know what it is about it. but I've never caught anything on them. <laughs> oh, I love it. Right, but it, it's, it's a confidence thing. Gary nearly got pulled out of the boat by his jack on one. Hmm. So they work. They yeah. definitely work. Yeah. So, But it's also a confidence thing. 
Yeah, so, it is. Definitely. You know, I can use a bright it? green one next to your red one and, and outfish you half the days. Please But don't. you're going to think. Please. You know. Well, then I'll go and buy a bright green one. Exactly. One. <laughs> yeah. But not unless you catch one. On. And, you know, it's strange you say bright green because I'm actually a bit of a fan, mm. even in broad, especially, and we've always said that bright green up at the freshly fallen mangrove trees. Yeah. When them green, bright green leaves and the bright yellow leaves are... Uh, on the on the leaf, and you know how th- there's a few floating around it, caught in the tidal thing. Vegetarian that's, barrel. Yeah, that's when mm. I love throwing in. Yeah, love throwing in that same colour as the mangrove leaves, and they just crawl all over it. And the amazing thing about the barramundi with their chameleon to them is like, and we've all seen it. It's crystal clear, mm. crystal clear, and there's like two big sticks to this timber, and you'll throw in there, and there's nothing there. Next minute, the water lights up. Yeah. With this barrow that's just come up and go, what? You're like, where was that? Yeah. It's right in front of you. Yeah. But you can't see it. They're an amazing. And whereas then on the very, very next snag, it stands out like the proverbial. Mm. Yeah. So I think sunlight, rays, so everything plays so many, so many to do with it. But yeah. it'd be interesting to be lying on the bottom of the snag or whatever where your bait is and looking up to see what the silhouette is like of a barrow. I think, you know, same as the same concept as the great white shark with their colouring. Yeah. So they attack from the from the bottom up, which yep. is an amazing thing. It's brilliant. It's, but in saying that, remember before I had the lenses done in my mm. eyes, I couldn't the colour separation of my old stuffed eyes. Yeah. I couldn't see fish in the water, whether it be barras, brim, mullet, or anything. I couldn't. Break well, it you'd apart. be surprised how many people actually can't. Yeah. Like uh, when I had no. new lenses put in. It was amazing. I went, oh, go up mm. to Hinchy and go, God, there's a barra sitting yeah, yeah. in the snag. Because many a time I'd fish with someone and they go, look at that barra over there, and I and couldn't see it. Sometimes mm. that would have saved your day because you don't know how many times we've been up there and saw a four million barra and got a hit <laughs> off none. <laughs> and I can't At least you see don't it. get frustrated. Well, all those years everyone used to say, geez, we've seen a heap of barra today on the flats. I go, well, I've never seen anything. I've never seen a bloody thing. The, the only things about? I could see were stingrays because they were big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's the white tail that stands out for <laughs> and me. And that was it. But don't worry, when you first see the stingray, you get excited. There's a lure on its head before you realise. <laughs> so, hey, guys, let's go to a uh, song and an ad break. What a fantastic start. When we come back, we're going to talk all things Audacity. We have so much to, to cover. Um, your trips, where you go to, the lodge, heading up to Lucinda. Uh, the boat, obviously, will continue with the lures that you guys are making. We're going to talk um, uh, everything. So I'm looking forward to it. Cool. So And thank you for being with us today, Adam. No and problem. thanks to all of our special guests that come in and join Gary and myself. We really enjoy um, having you guys in. And uh, people get bored with you and I, guess. So it's great to have a customer. Uh, you have a customer? Customer. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, are we charging him? Yeah. You oh, you've got to pay board. to come in here All right, now. our phone's ringing. Gotta go. Let's do it. <laughs> With the COVID 19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates, and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Listen to Fishing Lodge, 
station sponsor. You looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Rossley, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine with unbeatable savings. Nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Gary would like to personally apologise for leaving the microphones well on done, and dropping the F-bomb during the Everyone ad break. I don't swear, mate. Well, I might as well turn your microphone on there. Are you well, going to be well right. behaved? Are you right now? Are you going to be After well behaved? Little, everyone's ringing me and texting me going, the mics are still on and we can hear Marty. Yeah, we but you know, sometimes, no, well, uh, once, and you dropped it once too. No, I didn't. You did. No, I didn't. You did. We'll listen back on the podcast later. Yeah. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We do a podcast. So, and we, that was a purposeful segment that we done because all advertising is good advertising. I'll cut that <laughs> bit out of you swearing. Can you, podcast. please? Yeah. I would like you to. That you would be left wonderful. You have the microphones. Even Jack. Jack messaged me and said, Marty's left the microphones on, we can hear Yeah, on purpose, so that we get a little oh. bit more popularity. Yeah, right, when, yeah. so, you know, when, Winner, winner. Yeah, yeah. When, when someone on Sunrise says something bad and it goes out to the world, uh, 10,000 more people listening. That was the idea behind You're, you're best it. owning it. Method to the madness. Own it, own, own, it, own it and run with it, mate. Yeah, I am running know. with it. Yeah. I am running. I'm just glad I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, you just sit there. You sit there until he's spoken to, Adam. Do you hear me? Mind you... I did get a few calls from people saying, hey, I'm really, really looking forward, and uh, so far a great show, having Adam, he's, uh, he's a wealth of knowledge, so uh, uh, again, thanks Adam, so it's going to be good, let's carry on, let's carry on, T- tell me a little bit about Audacity first, what is Audacity? Yeah, so Audacity just started basically as a, as a reef charter that was an add-on to Camp Island. Right. Um, so I met my business partner down there. Yeah. Um, yeah, got to the thought of we'd have a boat at the island and just run out of the island when we'd need, say, 40 days a year. Yes. Um, and then we realised that the Townsville market had a big gap. Yep. So Camp Island is still there? Or yeah, it's still there. It's still going. It's so doing someone, what it's doing, yeah. Yep. yep. But basically a bit back, back burner. Oh, for us, yeah. It's, yep. it, logistically, it's it, it can be a bit of a pain in the ass. Fuel-wise and so yeah, forth. Yeah, fuel-wise and, um, yeah, client-wise and all that sort of yes. stuff. Yes. Um, and then it's it's out and it's open a little bit. You know, there's no no protection there. So when no. you're getting 25 knots southeasterlies, nowhere to no take second your option. You know, so somewhere like Lucinda or Cardwell or anything <coughs> like that's got that second option of a bit of island fishing and for sure and, and barra fishing as such. What so. is the fishing like around Camp Island? Awesome. Yeah, it is? Yeah, real good, yeah. You find the trout? Because I know in the preliminary stages, you uh, spend a lot of time looking for trout. Yeah. Like Queenie's Pelagic and everything. That was yeah, they're, 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 they're everywhere. everywhere there. But you did find some trout yeah, yeah. grounds good and so forth, flippers. Yep. grounds and that sort of stuff. Yeah, Beautiful. Plenty of that. Beautiful. But you're only an hour from the reef. Yeah. So the fact that Old Reef's 28 nautical mile mm. uh, from the island, or Which 20, is 27. Which is a lot 
more untouched than what our reefs are, so it would produce very well. Yeah, well, I would get hit a lot from the the Burdekin lads. Yes, but it, it has a massive range of red throat and trout there, so it's um it's it's easy to take clients there and you know bag a good feed. Yeah, and then you've got some further out reefs that you know semi untouched as such. Beautiful. That, that are the distance that we travel from Townsville every day. So it's mm. for us, it's nothing different. Yeah, we're going to reefs that are just you know rejuvenated and you know plenty of fish on them so yeah it's good and and different reefs so not much shoaly stuff out in some of those paddocks okay. so all the largemouth and red emperor tend to be right on the edges of the reef so yeah you know it's barren sand up to the reef and then at the yep. first little edge of that reef in 55 meters of water is just a big ring of largemouth and okay and red emperor around them so Fantastic. you don't really need marks as such no. you just got to drive around and find them yeah um Yep. Yeah. Well, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's get to some important stuff that people are really, really going to want to know about, especially our red fishermen and so forth. Yep. Your favourite baits, your favourite rigs. If you're going out and you need to optimise yep. your fishing, yep. what are you using? What are you dropping down? How Oct- are you doing it? Octopus. Octopus. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it depends if you're drifting or you're anchoring on, on your rig. Yeah. So, But it doesn't doesn't really matter as long as it's plonked down there. And it's yeah. we always run a dropper about 45 centimetres off the bottom. Okay. So Paternoster rig. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a single easier. hook setup. Yeah, just a single hook setup. It's when you've got eight or nine clients on the yeah, back yeah. deck of the boat, the last thing you want is two hooks. Um, and and for some reason, when you and I in the back deck, decking days, when yeah. we're deckies. Can get dangerous. Boy. Yeah, it was not good for us, especially nah. when the skipper dropped you on the school of smallmouths. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the memories, buddy, Ridiculous. the memories. Ridiculous, yeah. I tried to get rid night, of those memories. Whole night gutting and gilling smallmouth and then a guy. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad I sort of got drifted away from days, those ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, so Definitely. We, yeah, we don't chase them at all, those things. No. So. But you go a little bit further, and you can because you've got the horsepower. Yep. Got the speed. Yep. Yeah, so it's a pretty cool boat for what we do. Yeah, and we'll get back to the octopus and so forth in a minute, but obviously you spend a a lot of your time finding new ground too. Yep. And the reason behind that, I would dare say, is um, because you're an avid believer that uh, boat noise brings sharks. They recognise outboards and so forth. So you spend a lot of time looking for uh, new ground, wonky holes, for instance, and so. Yep. Um, And then uh, once you found them, then the sharks... Uh, don't recognise it, but they do eventually. Yeah, so as long as you're up. not sitting on those spots for hours, then you're, then you're fine. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of the clients understand that we get on a patch, we'll fish it for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, we'll yep. head to another patch. So, Definitely. if you've got a database of marks and you can step out. So, you're spoilt for marks now, aren't very you? Very spoilt, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I was very, like, the first thing you should always do with a reef charter or fishing out the reef is have a sounder that reads at speed. Right. So the amount of time even with barra fishing that yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah you're right um, but yeah the amount of time we've had out there um, hmm. yeah very blessed to have yep. a lot of marks and a lot of areas and it doesn't matter where we venture whether yep. we venture dead north and go go to rib or, or yep. we go south to broadies and that sort of stuff like yep. I've crisscrossed a lot of that ground and found so much new ground on top of marks we've had what is a favourite reef if you had to pick three reefs that you think is um, a great reef to fish? Oh, down at Prawn and <coughs> Shrimp down south. Yeah, see, That's I haven't done cool. so we don't I've never get, been We there. don't get much time down there because it's a bit further away. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like Broadies are good. Broadies. But it all depends on which, what time of year, what the currents are doing and okay. where fish are movement. There's, there's a lot of variables. There's science in it, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So let's say a uh, winter time, this time of year. Yeah. If you had the choice between, saying going a little bit more south to Davies or going a little bit true north to Grub. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd probably go south for day trips and then north, yep. for, you know, north for the night stuff. Okay. Um, although the boys out there at the moment, I think they 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 start at Keeper. I think I think they're going to go up the Hopkinsons today and yeah. fish Ke- some areas Keeper's there. Keeper's a great reef, though. It's it's, it's always Keeper's yeah. a, is a good one. People people think um, you it know, gets fished, it's fished and everything, but mm-hmm. most people don't fish it for. Same reds. as Brewer. I love yeah. Brewer. Yeah, Brewer's a great reef, and it gets flogged. Yeah. as far. It get, as far as you can say, I mean, we're not talking Morrissey's flogged. Yeah, I think I think reef fishing is an interesting one because, like, you think they're getting flogged, but a lot of it is guys in smaller boats that are fishing for trout and lipper, so they're never yeah. going to affect what we do fishing for red. And that, such, that's what you're you know specialising I mean? in, isn't it? Yeah. We, we see a lot more red emperor and a lot more largemouth yeah. than what we do trout. Yeah, and that's that's more the vessel. Yes, um, it's easier to anchor on top of a patch of reds and smack them yeah. than it is to be hopping these yeah. for trout. And trout can be temperamental throughout the day. And then there's an art to the anchoring side of things, isn't there? I oh, remember it, it's the biggest asset you have. And people, and Alan Savodny on AZ, um, some people loved him. I liked him. I thought he was brilliant. And as, as far as a skipper goes, I thought he was incredible. Yeah. But he used to explain to people, don't push me. When we get to there, because he used to putt around, putt, 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 and people are like, oh, we're going to fish, we're going to fish, we're going to fish. Just wait. Let the skipper do their thing. Because yeah. there's no point being 20 metres off the patch. And like somewhere out at the hellhole, I remember one night at the hellhole, um, it took him about 25 minutes and we're just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Right, that's exactly where I want to be. This is where we are, drop the anchor, Wooshka. Yeah. And we cleaned up. Yeah. I worked under AZ for a few years there. Yeah. Yeah. You had to be patient. Yeah. Um, I try and be a little faster than that as such. Yeah. But... um, but see, Alan back in the day, he'd find fish and then they'd move. So he'd be finding them on a lot of patches that they weren't holding on. Right. So you need to actually try and work out where they are, anchor yeah. just ahead of them, get the bite, and then they'll stay under the boat. So okay. that's how you smash real big schools of largemouth. Are reds the same the as, as, say, barras? If you drop one, will yeah. they, can so they nan- shut the nanny school off? Definitely. Definitely? So, yeah, it doesn't shut the school off. They just swim away. Okay. They swim away with that one that floats. Okay. So when you pull them 10 metres off the bottom, swim bladder opens up, they can't get back down. Right. You think that they could, but they just stay at that same depth. So, so they eventually die, them fish? I would dare say so, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm unsure on that Through science. a barotrauma yeah. sort of thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. they got massive swim bladders, so they get yeah. affected really badly. Yeah. Uh, large mouth do. Yeah. So same with finger mark and black dew. Yep. So, yeah, they, if you lose one about 10 metres off the bottom, if you lose them in the first two or three metres, it doesn't seem to worry them at all. No. But it's halfway up. If you lose them under the boat, that's fine. It doesn't worry the school either. Yeah. But it's that 10 to 25 metre mark where the school can swim with it. Yeah. You lose it and it just floats away and they're like cattle. They'll just follow. Yeah, that's, that's so the whole school just reasonable to think that, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And it depends. Like if you're sitting, you only got one spot out there and you want to sit there the rest of the night, eventually another school will come back to that spot. Yeah, or they go do. go past, you know. Like it's pretty easy to sit out there on nothing and still end up with a school and nanny go under your boat at some stage through the night if you're patient. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... It always uh, got to be on hard bottom, though? Not always. Not no, always? No, no, not always. There's there's certain areas that I just find them roaming. Yep. And if you can make sure that your baits are down before they've moved on as such, yep. um, then they're perfect. They stay there. So they move a lot. Do you work in the metres or feet? Metres. Okay, what's your favourite for, for reds? What is your most popular? Where do you... Oh, sco- different times of the gold? year. So anywhere from 28 to 65 for Nanny Guy. Yep. Red Emperor-wise, um, same deal around Christmas time. They come in a bit closer. Yeah. But this time of year, probably that 60-metre mark. Yeah. 
But it's it's if you find an isolated patch that have, hasn't been fished, it's mm. going to have fish on it. Yeah, like it's, okay. it's not necessarily where they all pile up. Yeah, it's you know lack of pressure and and spot management basically. Yeah, so they'll stay on spots for a long time. Where do you get your octopus from, Ed? Um, I've got a trawler mate, Neil. Right. Who um yeah supplies our bait, so he yep. does a mixture. You, He's good. So He's, you using the body or just the heads or what? Just a whole whole thing, yeah. So whole thing. Smaller octopus. So uh, I was going to say because octopus, I'm thinking huge. Yeah, yeah. So he'd he'd give us a mixture. So sometimes we'd have like a a one kilogram octopus in with some cuttlefish and some squid and right and that sort of stuff. So he'd just keep all the bait that he knows that I would use well. And so people know there's obviously a massive difference between octopus, cuttlefish, and squid. Yeah. And octopus being the premium of the three. So it just holds. It holds on the bait better. Yeah. So it's not. It's not about. The fact that the, the Reds will eat it over something. It's right. the fact that it sits there while the husser pick at it and and smaller fish pick at it. Yes. It gets more time on the bottom. Okay. Hence, so, better chance hence of fish. Hence, better chance of fish. Same with big slab baits. Yeah. You know, big red any emperor, particular, big slab baits. Any particular um, species you like to slab up? Do you, are you a fan oh, of the trout? Oh, trout are all good. Trout yeah. yeah trout what I find, well, trout are always good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you... Clients don't really like that. No, but um, but yeah, any, anything reds are right. Sometimes we'll do largemouth. I, I remember taking the boys from Cloncurry out, and we, we slabbed a ninety-three centimetre largemouth after the first spot because we didn't have slab bait. Whoops! And we weren't catching any trevally. And I went, guys, we're going to catch way more largemouth. We're just going to sacrifice this one, and did, um, and we did. Yeah, so, th- yeah. Th- that would have been hard watching the first. Uh, cut. Three of them went first inside. First cast the deepest on three that. Three of them went inside, and so we can't watch you fill it that. Ninety-three. Um, what a horse! Yeah, it was a good fish. Whew. But those boys have been back three or four times since, so it's yeah. been, it's, it's worth And that's, it, you know? that's uh, the most telling of yeah. your business is return business. Yeah, definitely. And that's, you have that's a what lot. we base it on. Not all 100% diamonds, but no one is. No business should be. You're not always going to have perfect days. No, about one out of 20 is a sort of a real yep. hard slog. Sometimes two out of 20. It just depends. Yep. Usually full moon day trips. If you're really wanting to chase reds, I'll try and keep clients away from that. Okay. So um, full moon day trips is not a good... Not too, for too large hard. mouth. Red Emperor will. Right. They'll, they'll chew, but yep. your largemouth skills won't turn on during the day. Um, mm. It's just something I've found. Yeah. People might find it different, but yeah. Yep. Two days each side of that full moon. Yep. The day trip, we're better off chasing trout and, you know, and mixed stuff. So go on the uh, structured patches out the shoal. So if yeah. you're going to fish 60 metres, you want a little bit of bottom on it, not just hard bottom. Yeah, definitely. You want to get reds and robos and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of robo, you yep. gave me uh, one night when I was. Um, Catching my boring ass barrows. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the photo. Do you want a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. Do you, Barton, do you want to rob us and see him? I've never yeah. seen someone uh, pull the electric up so fast. <laughs> I'm coming over. <laughs> just just hold there, Adam. Holy hell. And I had that Robinson Seabream with the barra. Beautiful, hey. Uh, oh, and look, the barra was beautiful as well. Them, yeah. them harbour barrows are good. But that. Robo Seabroom? Yeah. That's next level. It is. It's, um, it's, it's a nine incredible. and a half out of ten, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think nine and a half out of ten. Look, I have had one or two Robinson Seabrooms that have been awful. R- Iodine? Iodine. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think that's got to do with what weed they're, they're around. So you get okay. a lot of stripies and a lot of uh, yep. Moses Perch that yep. taste, taste very much the same. Okay. On the same sort of ground. So, Righto. yeah, one out of 30 or so will yep. we'll just – you can't physically eat it. Yeah. You taste it and you can't smell it in the fillet. Right. But then you taste that and it's like a chemical taste and yeah. you just – physically cannot eat it you're exactly right you mm. cannot so because people say well won't you smell the iodine much nah. like a shark ammonia or something no no nah. not until you start chewing on it and then it just comes out and you're like yeah. nah and it doesn't get better 
No, no. It's an interesting one. I, I would say that the pros on the big boats wouldn't have that issue because right. they leave them in an ice brine for three or four or five days and I think okay. that'll remove it. Okay. So I know that when we used to leave the um, collared sea brim or iodine brim, people yeah. would go, oh, they're disgusting. Mm. But if we leave them on ice in an ice brine at zero degrees for four days, yeah. they were the same. They were the most beautiful fish. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, everyone yeah. looks at it and goes, oh, it's an iodine brim, you won't eat it, but... Not true. It's, it's as close to a Robinson Seabrim as you can get, yeah. like leaving it prolonged in that ice brine. A bit like hanging your meat, I suppose. Yeah, or much like some people have remedies for uh, getting the mud out of a freshwater barra. You know, some people put yeah. it in milk for a couple of days. Some put it in the yeah. mix of vinegar. And so, so, look, there's different things for different people and so forth. So, uh, choice for yourself. Are you a emperor man or a largemouth man on the table? I started off well, on the table eating-wise emperor, yeah. 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 Well, largemouth are like ants for us, so yeah. it's sort of like it's oh, not fair, really... fair go, huh? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not really, yeah. You know, to, to fill it one up and then have to cook it, it's like, nah. Yeah, like I would like rap barra the Gary. Oh, yeah, they're just ants. Yeah, yeah they fill <laughs> it nice. <laughs> I didn't think oh, you'd yeah, fill tender. it. I just thought you put them straight on the on the coals. <laughs> you wrap them in foil, boom, yeah. away you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! He'd good starve lord. if he had to eat a legal one, didn't he? I'm yeah. ne never going to put a photo up, even if I catch one. No. There you are. I I don't want yeah, to ruin uh, the stigma. There's going to be a celebration. I don't want to ruin the stigma. No, because I've got a marching band organised. Um, there's going to be a flyby. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, I, I think five years of barra guiding, I don't think I ever put an illegal one up as a photo. I, I think do. That's, that's like, all I can. That would just be the, like, but disgraceful. What I'm going to do is get rid of the $30,000 boat, get rid of the $7,000 worth of electronics, buy a 12-foot tinny with a 15 horse, and a old hummingbird piranha like I used to have. You'll kill it. When you I used catch to catch fish. fish. You will catch more yeah. fish. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're just trying to watch TV at the moment. You do, mate. You end up watching those side imaging, just driving along going, oh, nothing, nothing. I can't see any. Move along, move along. Mm. Whereas the old days with just a standard old, I'd get to a nice bank and go, I'm going to lure this. This looks a good bank. Yeah. Instinct, and away you go. Instinct. Yeah. Yeah. And we could still do that today and still catch fish. Well, some days you have to go back to doing that. Yeah. Because the ones on your sand aren't the ones eating. Yeah, so you've, you've got to go back to what you learnt. Yep. I'm just waiting oh, for five knots so I can go and catch a marlin. Well, at least yeah. I can, good luck with that. 2027, I, I think we'll get that. Yeah, good weather. Mm. Yeah. At least I can catch them. Bloody oath. And you catch them well, mate. Um, so, bycatch. Uh, we've, we've spoken of the Robinson Seabrim. Obviously, you'll come across the jobbies. Yeah, green jobfish. Uh, yep. I enjoy jobfish if you're out in that paddock. Yep. Um, oh, there's so many. You've got a favourite amongst from throat. the Reds? It, actually, and Spango is always an interesting one. It's 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 one of them um, conversations you have around the fire because old mate over there says Spango's going my esky in a heartbeat. And then the other bloke's like, new Spangled Emperor on my boat. Yeah. It tastes horrible. Yeah. What what is it with them? Is it is it is it a taste? To, to, does it uh, appeal to different palates? What's the go? I think I think there's one or two out of five or so is my pick that they're just revolting. Right. So um, you fillet them and they look rotten. So okay. the fillet looks white and actually looks like the fish has been dead and sat in an esky with no ice for two or three days. Like right. It just looks off white. But the ones that are good uh, are tasty? Yeah, no problem. Fine. No drama. Yeah. Well, there's not another species in there yeah. or another version in their um, species that, that tastes bad. You know, okay. the red throat are great. All the variegated emperors, all the little ones, grassies, all of them yeah. are great. So, yeah, it's just a matter of having the right one. But yeah. 
it's one of those things. If you kill ten, you're probably going to throw away two or three. Yeah, okay. Because they just don't look good. Um, yeah, brain spiking. And you them. don't know until you've. Um, you don't know until you start you've filling in them. them. Yeah, and brain spiking. Um, you know, it. I haven't seen any difference in them. Yeah. Um, taste wise, there's a little bit of difference in the flavour. Yeah. But it doesn't change that that rotten meat style okay. look to them. So, yeah. Um, there's nothing I've been able to do to change that, and I've, you just got to, you know come to the fact that you're going to get rid of a couple just throw them away because they don't look too good for sure but the ones you're eating are actually all right but a lot of people are very pig-headed with what they catch and yeah you know i'm only i only eat this i only eat that yep have you um so you're coming up to your spot and you mark fish can you tell the difference now between the red and an emperor yeah yeah, between large and mouth, the, yeah, yeah, largemouth sit off the bottom a little bit more. And, yep. And, Same and shape, though, on the sound? Uh, a little bit different. So a red, you know, most of the reds on those patches are largemouth are bigger reds. Yeah. So, you know, you're not you're not looking at 50 centimetres, 60 centimetres, 70 centimetre reds. You're looking yep. at 75 plus. So yep. they're a lot deeper in the shoulders as well. Okay. So they come up different on the sounder. The yep. largemouths tend, um, tend to be a rounder blob. And, yeah. Yeah, and the reds are just, um, yeah, just a huge round blob as such. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm. Encounters with big sharks, resident hammers or tigers. Or you yeah, there's a, a couple, couple of hammers in the paddocks there. I haven't seen any tigers. Well, we've caught, haven't caught, seen caught any little tigers. tigers. We've caught little tigers, right. so up to four foot long. Okay. We've caught uh, probably a dozen in the last four years. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no big ones. Well, tigers, aren't re- tigers are more of an island <laughs> shark. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll encounter them at the palms a lot quicker than what you'll encounter them at at Mermidon. Yeah, and I think our area, they're not that aggressive. You know, they're here to breed. They're here to lay. Yeah. They're not They're not an aggressive tiger here. Right. You right. go further up to the Torres Straits and that sort of thing, they'll chew yeah. on props and that sort of stuff. But, you know, yeah, I we don't hear it that often. Obviously, we, we had uh, Ray Bounty with his horrible experience where he lost his two um, deckhands. Yeah. Um, and that, but that was in the palm group. Yeah. Um, but no, you don't hear it because the tigers are synonymous for eating anything and having a crack at anything. Hmm. So, well, it's interesting you say that. So they're here breeding, and so their temperament's a lot different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I feel. Anyway, I've never yeah. had any bad encounters with tigers here at all. Right. Uh, I'm sure there's guys out there that have. Yep. Um, I, I, there's a lot of guys that actually think. It's a tiger just because it's a big shark. They don't realise that there's three and four metre bull sharks out there, and a lot more common and, now. Yeah, exactly. And they, don't so, they look like an absolute? Yeah, and that's the thing. I think people water. just think, oh, well, the only shark that's that big is a tiger, so it must yeah. be a tiger. Well, no, I've seen a lot of footage with guys getting eaten by things, and they yeah. weren't tigers; they were just big bulls. So yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of lot of misdiagnosis there. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Also, mate, we're going to go to a um, song in the air break, and I'm going to turn the microphones off for this segment. Um, and uh, we'll why? carry on when we get back. <laughs> Later on, we're going to give you our, uh, our our questions that we give to all of our guides, like we've already asked you before, but uh, there's been a lot of water under the bridge since then, so I want to know any gnarly people that you've had on board or that you didn't take to or any or your best trip, worst trip, etc., etc. Just the stuff, the nitty-gritty stuff that we all love speaking, to hear. Speaking of guides, mate, morning to the gang at East Kimberley Charters. Good morning. Kalanurra. They tune into the podcast. How yeah, good. Yeah. That? When they're uh, heading down to the Cambridge Golf to take clients fishing, so yeah. and Dane team. Um, sent me a message of some people that were listening into the territory, yep. so that's very good. So we we get listened to everywhere. Maybe not I after you left the microphones on, but mm, all good. Yeah, a lot of people turned off after that. <laughs> no, please, uh, yeah, amateur. Mic drop. Yeah, 
Mm. Haven't yeah, done yeah. that for a no, few I, years. No, I had to bend down and pick the mic back up and put it back in its holder and walk off stage. We haven't done that for a couple of years. No, Left that's the, shocking. Uh, we try and remember not to. Uh, but we never say anything bad. No, we don't. <clears throat> Maybe swear a bit. But yeah, yeah, swear that's about it. I'll that's cut it out of the podcast. Yeah, no do that for me. No, Marty. Yeah. Yeah, but I promised Jose that by bloody, I would cut down on my swearing. But technically, it wasn't on air. Yes, it was. Well, it was on air, but it wasn't. Don't stop it. <laughs> we're going to a song. Let me turn this microphone off and turn this on. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go.
forget about the price tag. Yeah. Flagship Destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship Destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a Destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine Station Sponsor With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville Take your family, take your mates and take your boat with unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef The time to book is now Lucinda Fishing Lodge What a great escape Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We're having a wonderful morning here and we're getting some great feedback having Adam from Audacity Charters with us talking all things reef fishing, giving the barramundi a little bit of a break, which so many of our listeners do love us doing, but we'll have to touch base on a little bit more later. Mick, be quiet in the background while I'm talking. Thanks, mate. Oh, sorry, Mike. Oh, sorry, Mike. <laughs> Mick Motorco, good morning. How are you, my friend? Yeah, good, buddy. Sorry, I didn't know I was, uh, I was, I was in the background. I had a little, little frog in my throat. That's all right. Mate. Sorry about that. Oh, I guess oh. I feel embarrassed now. No, no, I think... Oh, it's I, I all think good. <laughs> yeah, no, there's nothing you can do on this show that should embarrass you, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> Gaz right. and I do it all. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. Yeah. It's all good, mate. Marty started off um, very well this morning, leaving the yep. mics on during an ad break. So yeah, just you with a little something down your throat is not going to worry <laughs> anyone. <laughs> well, I did hear him talking about it, having a having a, a stiff tip on his rod. So yes, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. So you can feel the fish biting, obviously. Most definitely, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. That, that's a nickname. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> What's going on in the yard, Mick? Oh, I sent you through a nice little photo, mate. I, I just bought this yesterday. It's a 2017 um, Holden, Colorado, in a 4x4 turbo diesel dual cab. Yeah. But, but with all the gear on it. Looks like it's got a little bit of a lift kit in it. Uh, it's got a bull bar, tow bar, side rails, side steps, bodies, canopy, snorkel, UHF radio. It's got the lot. One owner and uh, full service books. Beautiful looking car. Yeah, you got that, Gas? I have, mate. I like the rims on it. Yeah, yeah, it's got some nice aftermarket alloys. And, yeah. Uh, tyres on it are near new, so very, 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 very tidy truck. Well, are they near and new or you just like put tyre shine on it? Oh, I did put tyre <laughs> shine on it. Yes, I did. Oh, no, it looks pretty good, good. Mate. <laughs> No, looking good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But And, uh, yeah, it's ready to go and uh, 35 dollars drive away. Beautiful. Hey, that's a good price. 
It is a good price. That is, for, especially it's, these days for four-wheel drives. Fashion. Yes, efficient show special. There you go. I just got the again. Turn it around quickly. I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to to do a good deal today. Yeah, no, very, very nice. How many Ks did you say? 110. It's only yep. just been run in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, I drove it home last night because I'd like to do some quality control with all our products. And yes. Uh, it, drives, it drives a champion. Oh, did you, was that you at the park near my joint doing donuts out on it? <laughs> mm, didn't think you'd saw me. But anyway. What were the kids hanging out the window for? <laughs> Catching fireflies. Yeah, mate, we're the, over at Currajong, we've got the only park in Townsville that's not got a heap of rocks around the outside of it. Oh, so it's the only you, park they can get it? to at the moment. Yeah, 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 righto. And they're having some fun there. Well, not all the time because I'm I'm no. very strict being the mayor of Currajong. I but, think that's uh, a great idea, that rock, them rocks. Oh, the bloke yeah. who supplies the rocks does too. Yeah, I bet. He's over the moon, mate. He's actually overseas in yeah. a luxury apartment somewhere. But at least you can feel safe Two hundred dollars on rock. the swing there and not having some scum yeah. come and... Maybe hit your child. Yeah, we've still got um, bits of wood sticking out of the ground. Yeah, that doesn't oh, yeah. really No rocks them. yet. No, nah, they'll no. change. So, no, beautiful-looking car, Mick. Very nice. Yeah. Anyone wants to do a trip shiny. to the Cape? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's all set up, ready to go. So, uh, I think all you have to probably do is put a winch on it, and away you go. So, it's okay. got a winch-compatible bull bar on it. So, a nice set of spotties. Uh, yeah, beautiful. They are there. Yes, but uh, no, very, very tidy car. What are you guys up to for the weekend? Not a lot. I got my brand new um, work car, uh, Triton, the other week, and um, yeah. the first weekend, and uh, someone hit it and didn't leave a letter or a note or anything. So, And it looks like uh. it, it happened because I, I, w- I took it for a drive to uh, Lucinda and, and launched a boat with it, and then um, I think someone's hit it in the car park at um, down at Lucinda there because... Um, yeah, bugger. Yeah, it's got all squiggly lines, really deep lines. Lines, but there's one at the top and then it's exactly the same squiggle line below it and then below it a third time so it looks like a trailer or oh. something's come around and, and cleaned it up and they've hit uh, it, hit, hit a brand it new car. on a brand new two days old and it was they hit it that hard and it's that deep that they wouldn't know they'd done it and because um people are people they just didn't leave a letter oh. yeah don't care right no no, uh, no surveillance cameras there or any i don't know i didn't i didn't uh, i don't think so not not at lucinda so okay. yeah, yeah, but very disappointed. Very yeah, disappointed. Yeah, it's not good. No, but it is no, what happens. But, but I can feel people the... must be so frustrated, and like, and it still frustrates me, even though that's a work car. But if that was my own personal car, and it's like two yep. days old, that would have broke my heart, and it must be yep. really, you know, shitty for yeah. people to go through that, crappy for people to go through that. So anyway, yes, absolutely. Yes, bugger. No, no fishing this weekend, or yeah, seems to have dropped off a lot. It was terrible last weekend, but uh, uh, well, yeah, we today is perfect out here at the, at the yard on Bowen Road. There's hardly a breath of fresh air. Our there is fresh air, but uh, there's yeah. nothing blowing. No, our, our weather has definitely paid Peter and Rob Paul sort of a thing because if we get two weeks of good weather, we definitely pay for it with more weeks of horrible weather in a row. So yeah, most okay. mostly. And this year we'll be like we're not too far away from the mango winds starting to do their thing. In the last couple of years, the mango winds have come in a lot earlier, like September. Yep. November is yep. normal and it's it's always hard to get outside. Whereas yep. uh, last couple of years they've been coming in early August and so forth. So we'll see what happens this year. 
Yeah, right. Oh, let's hope so. We can get out there in the water and catch some fish. Yeah, most definitely. Is the barrel season closed or is it... No, no, barrel season's still no. open. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, and it might as well be poignant time. So, 1st of um, November to the 1st yes. of February with that, Mick. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, okay. But we're oh, going nice. to we're gonna have to start having calendars in the boat soon and everything and marking off all of our species when we can chase <laughs> them, when we can't chase them, Eric. Which is... Yeah. And it sounds funny, doesn't it? But it's true. Yeah. So, and yeah. it's very hard... You know, with um, with changing of of uh, fish limits and species and all sorts of things, it's not a yeah. bad idea. Someone and there's no point someone bringing out a current. This is what you're allowed to take, what you can't take, because I'll spend money doing it, and then next week there'll be another change again. So yeah, yeah. Well, there should be an app for it, I suppose. Is there? <clears throat> um, there yeah, there'll be yeah. an app somewhere. I actually don't know, but there would definitely be an app for it. So, yeah, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Day of modern technology. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely indeed. Mick, what time are you open right. till today, my man? We're here, here at 1 o'clock, down here, 1618 Bowen Road, opposite the Rising Sun Shopping Centre and uh, opposite Audi and Porsche. So Beauty, you got Leo with you today? today? No, Leon's uh, he, he, he's taken up another role over in our, uh, in our Audi um, uh, building. So huh. uh, I don't have Leon for a little while, so uh, he's... He's taken up another role, so I'm here on me Pat Malone, so... Beautiful. Come on in, and uh, I'm ready to sell some cars today. I'm excited. Oh, man, that's Jimmy. a great attitude, and I hope you do. And <laughs> as always, thanks for looking after us, mate. We appreciate it. No worries, buddy. Thanks for the chat. Have a good day. Good, good on, on you, Mike. Bye. See you, guys. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ah, there we go. Mick from Motorco. I always, always enjoy having a chat with Mick. Beautiful-looking car he's got today. Yeah, it is. Very, very nice. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So, hey, we're going to be talking to Emma a little bit earlier today from who we're talking, uh, Lucinda. Junior so. rugby on today in Ingham early, so she's. Uh, we got to get hold of her at eight thirty. Okay. Yeah, no dramas whatsoever. So that will be good. So let us carry on with our um, our chats. Um, we might cover one of our early things early. So um, one of our questions, and that is uh, your worst trip or experience that you've had. Um, yeah, well, with Audacity, we've been very lucky. Um, yeah, you know, the worst worst stuff we've ever had was with uh, with I won't name the company, but a prior one we worked with. Right. Um, and I think it was all, you know, we basically had to threaten a guy to tie him up. Right. Um, just just from being aggressive and that sort of thing on the boat. But yeah, alcohol all, related. Alcohol related, but it all stems from, you know, not not getting the expectation that he was thinking was there. You know. Right. You know, five-hour trip out to the reef, and then you know, get out there, and the current's moving, and you can't even get to the bottom. Yep, um, that sort of thing. So it was, you know, that it was brought on because it wasn't what he expected, and, okay. and what was promised to him as such. Yes. So, um, if you're open and honest about, you know, what you're doing on charter, yes, uh, and the clients know that prior to coming, uh, and I try and do that prior to them even paying for a trip. They know what the day entails. Um, yeah, you don't tend to have any dramas with people. No, that sounds fair enough. And having a faster boat too, you're not drinking for four hours on the way to the reef. That, no, that and that whole, used to be something that, that we used tradition. to have to... Yeah. It's have, very hard. Like They used to tell us deckies to police it. Yeah. But when you've got um, 20 blokes on board yeah. who all have a gut full already and then you come up to them and say, why don't you have a water, that goes down like the lead fart. Yeah. It really does. And yeah, that's it, and then that puts us under pressure. Yeah. And puts us in a, almost sometimes it was a dangerous position. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we're trying to look after our crew members and at the same time. But then you'll get the next boat where you've got 20 lads and girls on board who are absolutely paralytic. Yeah. But are beautiful people. Yeah, exactly. Don't, th- yeah. Th- their nature is just lovely. Yeah. And you have an absolute ball. It's all fun and cheering until they all start spewing about two hours into <laughs> anchoring up. 
But until then, yeah. It's, yeah and you always picked it. You yeah. always knew. Yeah. That, and isn't it funny? You used to pray for it. You used to hope. When, when because, the boat was loaded. Yeah, it is yeah. a nightmare. Like you, every time you, know, you go out with 20 people and they're from a religious society or something, there's no alcohol, there's no nothing, and they're all perfect. And you're like, Ugh. boring. Oh, here we go. I'm going to be working all night here. Yeah. But then you'll get the footy crew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the netball girls. The and they wipe day. themselves out. Yeah. And then she's a pretty easy night. Yeah. yeah. It's good fun. <laughs> yeah. So it's a 24 hour trip and 18 hours off of this. It's, yeah. It's them trying not to die. Yeah. So. Yeah. And yeah, I used to say, don't go down into the cabin. Ah, oh, that's worse. Don't go and try and sleep in the cabin. You talk to, talk to and about you AZ. Go, and they used to have to clean their own stuff up if they spewed up down in the cabin. Oh, yeah. That no, wasn't no. our job. We'll clean the deck. Yeah. That was my thing with AZ. I always said to him, nah, I'm, not a, I'm not an engineer. I, I'm not going down there and cleaning no. vomit. No, no. It's all your job, Alan. No. And uh, <laughs> if they hadn't started yet, if they were if they were on the verge of feeling quick, as soon as the barbecue went on with the roast, oh, that, yeah. that was it. It used to turn me. Oh, oh. yeah. I did yeah. a 48-hour trip and cooked a pork roast on the way out. Yep. And that was like the smell of diesel and that pork roast. It did and not I do was, you well. I did the anchor for the whole trip. They just throw me a can of Coke and a bottle of water. And yep. I've never felt so sick in my life. If they threw Really? Me, yeah, that they, is unusual for you? Yeah. If they threw me a gun, I would have shot myself. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Instant. Yeah. Wouldn't have worried. Yep. It's, Unbelievable. It's a horrible feeling. Yeah. I've never had seasickness. Yeah. Never had it. Yeah. The rougher, the better for me. I love it. After that so. trip, it was just diesel boats just do it to me now. I just get that real. Even when they pull in at the at the wharf, you know, adrenaline dive pulls in next to us when we're fueling up or something like that. Yeah. I get that real sick feeling in my gut smelling that diesel. Yeah. And I think it's just my mind playing it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I do, yeah. It doesn't do it for me. They're old sailors' um, wives' tale. I'm not sure if it is or not, but they used to say, have a massive feed. That pork that's making you feel crook or whatever, eat it. Yeah. Get it and, and that will help with your seasickness. But, um, like, um, my mate Wade Medill got told once to put a, a jelly bean or something in your ear. Just one thing in your left mm. ear and yeah. to unequalise yourself. Yeah, yeah there's <coughs> a, lot of, a lot of little and thoughts and... If, yeah. if it changes the way you're thinking, then I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's not about what it's actually physically doing. If it's you know, your mind's thinking, well, I've got to be thinking about something else, then that's good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, well, We've just had a, um, a message come in from one of our wonderful listeners. Uh, Hi, mate. Queensland Fisheries have an app and it sends notifications of closures, etc. So that's a good one. That's a really, really good one. Um, and, and that's from Scott from Crabber um, with our crab measuring uh, devices. Yep. So Queensland Fisheries has has that app. And it, it's Probably something you should put on your phone, Marty, with your history. <laughs> I've got it on mine, Adam. I have it on mine. I don't know what to say. I'm going to put my one-arm glasses back on. Fisheries app. I'd, I'd like to say that, you know, zero. I'm all over it, but I uh, we went in June and caught some mackerel and I stopped on a recreational day with two for the boat without realising that the new laws hadn't come in. Oh, so really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we were out for a wreck fish. Nothing wrong with I'm that. And I'm like, oh, shit, we got our third <laughs> one and I'm like, I've got to let that go. And yeah. Then, nah, let's, let's move, let's go. And, yep. uh, and called it a day. Yeah. And then got back in and went, hmm. Something I probably should have known as a charter operator. Well, well didn't look, come in, but yeah, actually, Ad, you'd be surprised how many people didn't know because it wasn't really put out there a lot. And and well, one if of, you don't have Facebook, 
No. If you don't have social media where and, and yeah. you don't really read the bulletin in yes. Townsville, where are you going to get any that, That's it, because the amount of people that asked me, and as you know, I was on the mackerel working group, and the amount of people that thought it was already in, mm. even shop people in fishing shops. Yeah. yeah. Say, oh, no, no, it doesn't come in till the 1st of July. Yeah. Um, but I actually found, lucky I had Facebook, because I actually found out about the new round of working groups on Facebook. So I didn't get notified to say, hey, Gary, there's new working groups being formed. No, well, they probably didn't want you there. Well, probably be, probably because of the um, up, jumping up and down I did as a little man on the table um, a couple of times. You like probably. one of those little head bobbing. Well, I things. had a good crack there in, in one day. I jumped up on the table and let, let everyone know what I thought of what's happening, but it didn't help. But that's the way it goes. We'll that's, just see what happens. That's why I, I can't go on those, those meetings. Um, yeah. You know, have someone who has no idea of our fishery backflipping on something, promising you something one week, and then and then next week backflipping it, and and saying, "Well, we discarded yeah. everything we've said." Well, I, I can't be part of no. that. I the, I think the biggest disappointment that I had with it was um, being on a working group to advise and and but not listen to. Mm. That that was probably yeah. one thing I found out about it. Yeah. Um, no one really taking our point. Do you want to take uh, no, a call, Gaza? Want to risk one? Go on, Marty. It could be a question for Big Ad. All right. Go Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, Marty. It's Jose. And yes, I do have a big question for your guest. All right. Shoot, Adam. How yeah. are you, mate? Good, mate. Um, first, Lee, thanks for the memories of reminding me of Camp Island, a yeah. lovely little place. Yeah. And, and great fishing, much underrated. Very. Uh, um, but my question is, you were saying when you go looking for new uh, spots, do you ever use your paper chart? No. Why no. not? Um, there's a lot of movement. Like, like it, is, it is beneficial, very beneficial. Um, but we mm -hmm. have a lot of that overlay on our GPS now, luckily yeah, with technology. Yeah, now you do, yes. Yeah, uh, whereas yep. prior you would use the paper chart a lot more. Um, I have looked yeah. over a lot of the old grounds uh, on paper charts mm -hmm. and then, you know, applied them to my GPS over the years. There's a lot to okay, be learned yeah. from them, isn't there? There is definitely a lot to be learnt and there's also a lot to be learnt with how areas move. So yeah. I know that sounds silly but to, to most no. people, but you might have a, a, a ridge somewhere. It'll, it'll move half a kilometre over a 20-year period. Hmm. So where you yeah. fished it 20 years ago, currents and, and, and tides have pushed that across because it's a, it's, it's a firmer bottom, so you get that um, pippy sort yep. of style bottom, rubbly, shoaly stuff, um, but it still can move. So that yeah. that that's why I would I don't use paper charts now, but mm -hmm. if someone's starting to look out the reef, then it is also a great thing to look at the old school charts as well. So I I, I don't do it now, but I have done in the past. Yeah, I'm originally from southern New South Wales, and when I arrived here in the seventies, and not knowing the area up here, that's the first thing I looked at. Yeah, um, it gives you an idea of what the shape of the bottom is. Yep. And as you said, it depends on what it's made of, sand, mud or uh, coral. Coral's not going to move, but the areas, if it's sand around it, will. The channels will change. Yeah. Um, my favourite fishing spot, Coco, every year after the, uh, the, the um, wet season, the mouth could change. Yeah. Because the, and, but originally, like you said, it is a 
mindful of um, information, if you're starting out, the first thing I sit at home at night time, look at my thing, and then jump in my boat, and I know where I'm heading to switch the sounder on. Yeah, yeah. No, you're definitely right there. Um, and I think yeah. I think people who are starting to look into reef stuff, like it's a big step going into a into a big boat. Say if you're yep. a creek fisherman, you want to start getting into the reef stuff. It, it, it is a big step to the unknown out there if you haven't had any yeah. experience. So you take in everything that you possibly could. So, um, yeah, any aid, any of the old school aids will help you as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And the, the, other thing that, the other thing that you said, which is uh, spot on today, um, the sounders have a lot of your GPS. Uh, my days, paper chart, no GPS, no, you just get to the bottom, you travel over. Um, but back in them days, but yeah, still applicable today. And um, 100%. Yeah, good, yeah. And good luck with your, your products. No, thank you. Thank good you on you, Jose. Thanks for the call, buddy. Okay. Oh, Marty, can, yes. can I have a number? You most certainly well, can. You're number 79 while we have you on air, my friend. Oh, a couple of years and I'll be there, mate. Thank you. Ah, uh, you're doing well. You have a wonderful uh, weekend. You too. Stay safe, guys. Thanks, Thanks buddy. buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Ah, uh, there we go. One of our loyal show listeners. So, very good indeed. Mate, we might uh, go to a quick ad break and then um, I'm not going to play a song on this one. So, get a couple of quick numbers in and then when I come back, I'm going to uh, give Emma a call from Lucinda Fishing Lodge and we'll get that done. If Won't you're after long. more music variety and some banging tunes to get you to work, listen to me, The Dave Daly Show. Classic 80s, 90s, country hits and a splash of today's hits. The Dave Daly Show, weekdays from 6am. It's too deadly. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Row. If you want a ute or need more seats or bigger smog, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and up-to-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. Townsville's 4K1G. Cruising down the street in my Commodore. Aboriginal man, <laughs> down to the streets, I up a daily variety of music 24-7. Stand by me. Streaming online at 4K1G.org. 4K1G 107.1 FM. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family Take your mates and take your boat. 
With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Road. If you want a ute or need more seats or bigger smog, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and after-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning. We certainly are live across North Queensland. We're having a fantastic show this morning. We have Adam from Audacity Charters with us, and he's given us all the knowledge that he possibly can. And now we're going to cross to Miss M, who's on the highway heading to football this morning, fresh from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Good morning, Em. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are we all? Fantastic. I hope you're driving safe on that highway. Lots of yucky stuff this week again. Oh, no, we're, we're not on the highway. We're, uh, we don't do the Townsville trip to footy. We're um, only the mini league, so ah, beautiful. we're um, at, in, at home game today, Crusher's home game, so watch the little fellas. They start to play tackle now, so they're all very excited. <laughs> oh, brilliant. It's all on. And your, uh, your little man is quite, quite a big lad, too, for his age group. He's gonna, they're going to yeah. know he's there. <laughs> he's very excited. He's, uh, yeah, very keen. They they played league tag to start with, and they do the tackle ready course um, with a guy from the NRL comes and shows them how to tackle safely. And, yeah, so he's uh, he's very excited to do his first tackle game. <laughs> Beautiful. I was watching the, um, I was watching the highlights because I actually fell asleep pretty early last night, and I was on Fox Sports, and uh, I forget his name now, but the Broncos fullback went in knee first on a on the run-up tackle last night. It was horrific. I think he's going to lose oh. a little bit of time. I think he's going to be on the side sidelines for quite some time because if it hit the uh, defender in the face or something I think it would have ended his career oh. for quite a while yeah so, yeah I think those yeah. who know what I'm talking about would be like yep that was a really really stupid thing to run up like that can't run up knees first you'll cause some huge no. damage so that's yes. right definitely that's yeah that's you got to be careful <laughs> yeah and if you're a parent on the sideline you see someone do that to your kid it's on <laughs> In the crowd. In the crowd, yeah. In the crowd, it's on. Uh, So, hey, how's the lodge been? Apparently an absolute beautiful morning up there this morning. It is a cracker of a day. It is stunning. There's just, oh, there's one one lonely boat on the pontoon left. They must be having a bit of a late start, but um, everybody else is out there, out fishing. All the guys from Cruise Craft are all out making the most of the beautiful weekend. So they're up here, um, they're holding an event up here. Yes. So they really picked such a good weekend because it is just, yeah, it's primo. <laughs> Lucky. And the, the, thank goodness it wasn't last weekend because it was a genuine 2025s <laughs> last weekend. It was so. dreadful. <laughs> and we had like a bit of rain. It was awful. But, I mean, you can still sort of tuck up somewhere and go sort of like up, up a creek or something. But, yep. I mean, I personally don't like to fish when it's raining. So it's nice to see that the sun is out. There's not even a cloud inside. Like, just it's just blue. It's 
it's just lovely. Yeah, it's just yeah, absolutely pristine. I posted a photo yesterday um, from out the front, and it just yeah. yeah, it's even better today. I saw the ones with all the cruise craft flags and everything on the yeah. pontoons. That look really good. Yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah, they got yep. all their flags up, and um, yeah, it's oh, some really nice boats that have come through with uh, that cruise. So yeah, it's Excellent. been nice to check all their all their boats out. Absolutely uh, stunning boats, some really good gear on them. So how, yeah, it's it's really nice. How many boats were there? Just out of curiosity. So we've got. Um, well, I think they said there were seventy owners all up coming for wow. the whole thing. Obviously, we can't fit that many, so we've got, um, there's nine of them, or sorry, eight of them staying at our place. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, ugh, seeing all the boats, but, I mean, we could see them all coming through town and everything, and, yeah, you see the cruise craft boats, and you think, oh, they must be all coming up, so it's pretty cool that they all get together and catch up, and, yeah, we, we got to see the Garmin boat yesterday, it was a pretty nice rig, too. That's so. a really cool thing, and it's kind of, like, I think Audi owners do the same thing. Audis have, like, a golf day where all the Audi owners and towns will get together and everything, so cruise craft have sort of thought, well, why can't we do it with a flash boat? And they've done it, so yeah, good on them. It is cool. Like like Haynes do it. Yeah, we've got the cruise craft. I mean, it's nice. It's good networking, I guess. Get everyone together. It's a nice, nice little like a talking point. So you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. I'm looking forward to the polycraft day. See all the little floating <laughs> bins in the water around the shore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, too funny. <laughs> hey, I'm going to pass you on the ad. He's chafing at the bit to uh, say good morning. Oh, no, I just, I just, how are you? Emma, first? Obviously. I'm good, Adam. How are you going? Good, good. So we've got that trip booked in for August. So yeah, uh, I just wanted to. Quick, what hey? date? So, oh, well, you can come up for a day. No, because my Napa boys are up there in August. Oh, no. Oh. You're nearly overlapping, I feel. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so I might have to bring Marty in. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll have to have uh, you and your partner up for a, for a meal or two. Uh, oh, with, yeah, with we'll Richard, our, sure. our five-star chef, so he's going to be up there. It's going to be pretty epic that week. So, oh, say no more. I'm there. You had me at chef, but five-star, yep. we're there. But what you <laughs> what you can actually do while we're at the reef, you can actually jump in it and lunch and uh, and have him cook your lunch as well. Oh my he'll be God, doing nothing amazing. else. You so, can come all uh, the time. Yeah, no, well, that'll, that'll be the plan. <laughs> that'll be the plan. You'll love him. He's awesome. So. Oh, awesome! Yeah, you, the event that you've seen, like you planned out, sounds really awesome. So the guys that are coming, sound, yeah, they're going to have a great time. So yeah. they're very, very lucky. It's yes, going to be awesome. No, it'll be cool. It'll be Do cool. You Can't take wait. A chef with you. That's the first person that is hired on our extended trips. Thanks, Gary. Yeah, so Richard's a five-star seafood chef from down in Brisbane who's a mate with my business partner. And, um, yeah, oh, hoity, he is, he is, he goes He up. is the first given employee of Audacity yeah. on an extended trip. I wouldn't even go trip. fishing. Who's coming out the reef to No. Well, funnily enough, nah. there'll be a day in the middle where a whole lot of them will just spend time Cooking with Richard. I hope learning. he's not They'll like Ramsey. They do one day, one <laughs> day learning, so they can go oh, home awesome. and cook one meal for their wife, and say yeah. thank you for letting them be fish away for chips. a week. Oh, fish and chips for me. Lovely. Yeah, it's pretty. It's yeah, pretty cool that's setup. Awesome. So yeah, no, that's I can't a, wait. Yeah, that'll be. That'll but it'll be, be good just awesome, to show yeah. you guys what we do with it. So yeah, uh, and hopefully plenty more into the future. What a life yeah, you're living, sure. Adam. Mm. Oh, just, sometimes you got to work hard for it, though. Uh, yeah, you no, just, there's no, no, no cream. You just yeah, yeah. cream, but yeah. it's tasty cream, though. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. I'll get Emma to send you some photos. All right, <laughs> yeah, I, I think sure, we might yeah, be we'll there. Up. We'll send you, we'll send you photos of us having all these five-star meals. And you guys will be, you know, having your toast and spaghetti. Oh no, you'll see <laughs> yeah. fourteen drunk Napa people in the background yeah. of the photo. You won't need to send it to us. <laughs> we might we'll be photo bombing out. out. We'll hire him out while we're at the reef. <laughs> they'll yeah, be yeah. all, they'll be all pressed up against the windows, looking in. Yeah. 
I'll have to get some squeegees for the drool to get <laughs> <laughs> You're all. All right, and we're going to let you go, uh, go and uh, watch this wonderful game of football for the young fella. You're going to let us, have to let us know how we uh, went next week when we talk yeah, to you. Yeah, we'll have to film it. It's, uh, it's pretty fun to watch the little fellas, you know, like it's just, yeah, they get, they get so excited, I think, because they're so small, it makes it even cuter, so... You know, but I'm sure every parent says that about their child. Yeah. Yep. Even I'm getting a run this afternoon. <laughs> you are? Well, I'm that small. Your son would belt him. I'd get smashed by the kids. Yeah, he'd belt him. Yeah, I reckon Charles could probably roll you. Yeah, right I'd be done for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll run out with my headgear on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get have the headgear and the mouth guard. <laughs> Oh, very good. Well, if anyone is keen for any bookings, I've got nothing this weekend, obviously, with Cruisecast being here. Um, but they, I do have some availability coming up from Monday for a couple of days during the week. If you're keen to chuck a couple of sickies and uh, go fishing, <laughs> uh, you can give us a call on 0477 Um And there is one room left for Christmas. If anyone is keen for the Christmas room, there's none left for New Year's. But Christmas time, if you want to come up, Santa still finds you at the lodge. Um, he has been known to drop off nice big parcels there for the kids. So if you're keen for Christmas or even just any of the school holidays that are coming up, give us a call, 0477-999-900. Beautiful, Miss M. Thank you so much for your time this morning, and we'll catch up with you again next week. Sounds good. Talk to you later, guys. Catch you later. See you, See you mate. Catch up. Bye. Bye. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. There we go. Lucinda, Lucinda. Uh, Fishing Lodge, which is, uh, I'm keen to see what date you're going to be up there in August now. I'm, gonna, I'm about to have a look at my dates. I think it's 21st or something. 26th. Like well, funnily enough, like, we have to do the hard work with all of this planning that we're just going to have to go up three days early for a staff party. Yeah. Oh, so I, I'm pretty sure there's, it might be two days early for a staff party. So <laughs> You'll be right. There. There's a spot there. There's a spot You'll there. You'll handle indeed. it, mate. No Fantastic. doubt. Fantastic. Well, we might as well uh, knock over our next round of ad breaks, get a few more of our callers in. I'm, um, I'm going great guns with our bingo numbers this morning. What are we giving away this morning, Gazza? Oh, mate, we've got um, the $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher. Voila. No, that's not the Cleveland Bay Seafood well, Voucher, just, but we'll get there. You well, hold it up. I can't see what I held up. Oh, and in the Iron Man bag. <gasps> We're giving away one of our fish. We're giving away one of um, Big Dog Fabrication fish, laser cut fish to hang on the wall. How you, cool is that, Adam? Sexy. Beautiful that is sexy, tuna. There's it? a packet of eagle claw hooks and a couple of kids hats in there so and in the other is the gang at hooked apparel yeah have given us a ladies shirt to give away and with that is a ladies and a kids and there is a where's the hooked apparel in there marty's already stole the ladies shirt in that envelope marty it's a voucher what they've got to do is get on the hooked apparel website yes and order the shirt they want, a woman's and a kid's. Beautiful. And state the code number that oh, is on Oh, I saw that. this on the... Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And yes. Uh, the boys at Hooked Apparel, uh, Ryan and Brett, will send them a awesome Hooked Apparel lady shirt and kid's shirt. That is brilliant. Yeah, thanks for that. So jump on the Hooked Apparel... Even if you don't win, jump on the Hooked Apparel page and have a little look at their uh, stuff they have up there. It's I told awesome. you I was using their vibes up at Hinchinbrook the other week, and that's what I got um, a couple of finger mark on, a small yeah. one, and a, a big one that we um, ate. When I say big one, it's like 44, Perfect. 43. Oh, man. And then we, we got a couple of really big sandwiches out of that. Yeah, and, no, um, perfect. Yeah, you kind I of feel you a little bit guilty. on the boat. Yeah, yeah, you feel Is, a bit guilty because it was literally swimming like two minutes it. ago. 
No, Gary. <laughs> no, I didn't want to film Marty's Catch and Cook. Flying Cod. Yeah. Oh, I, I should put that... Fa- it was a, it, it, what, it's a once in a... Once in a lifetime Yeah, he's, he's caught it perfectly, hasn't he? Imagine what he's thought the caught. I'll put, the po- I'll put a picture up later, but for the uh, our listeners out there wondering what we're talking about, I took the young fella for a bit of a fish down my little spot there yesterday, and I caught a gold spot. And down below, there's a, a ledge. There's a big ledge. And I didn't. I, I don't like fi- releasing the fish in there because they got nowhere to go. So um, I d- hoiked it right out as far as I could, and my young fella thought, oh, I'm going to take a photo of this, and he got a perfect shot of it midair. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's a great shot. 30 yeah, metres so high. I'll put the close-up shot because the cod's sort of sitting there like uh, he's... Um, the cod probably doesn't think it was fun. Well, it was better than where uh, he they, they would people would normally release him. So as much as it looks like we're being silly, we're actually um, doing the right thing by it. So, and he wasn't a bad little gold spot. If I wanted to, he would have been a tasty one, but no. <laughs> no, we'll let him go. We'll let him go. All right, let's play a little bit of Aussie rock since we're all in the mood.
Cedric. Your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We are on fire with these phones. They were just going ape. I could hear uh, Gary finally sort out that he was talking to Brian with a oh, Y. No. You crossed every other I person that calls. I went Grant, Brock, Rick, yeah. Brian with a Y. You got it in I the end, my man. End, mate. I was on fire this morning. Excellent. Are you going to go for a fish tomorrow? No. No, you're going to have a bit of a rest? No. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm not. I'm actually going up to Hinchinbrook next weekend. Right. So, yep, I'll sneak up there, go up after, after the, the show, show. Yep. yeah, um, and then uh, fish on Sunday and come home Monday morning. Yeah, oh, that would be nice. Just chill out. Excellent. What about yourself, Ab? What's your plan? No, I was going to go across the bay just for fun, fish tomorrow with the daughter and, and, and my dad, just to smack some of those snotty trevallies. Oh, beautiful. When, but, you, when um, you say across the bay, in, in the general area, where are you talking? No, just over Crocky. Mouth, mouth of Crocky, Mouth of Coco, any, any of those little areas that are just filthy with those trevally at the moment. Okay, so, I was talking to Muddy and Nita in the ad break, and they're just launching now, and um, um, they're going chasing doggies and so forth in the shipping channel. Oh, beautiful. So the weather's beautiful. Yeah, weather for it's calm. It. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Same as John and Joe are out this morning as well, and... Um, um, and they're um, fishing in, I think they're heading up to Morrissey's. Well, Gary and I looked at the weather just before, and it's offshore's amazing at the moment. So I hope yeah. a lot of the boys are out on Audacity, uh, Bryce and Matt. So yep. it's looking pretty awesome out there. That, yeah, just um, a beautiful day. It's got a real feel to it today. That app you have on your phone, obviously weather is so important with your business. What yeah. what app do you use to, and you find the most accurate for your weather? Windy.com, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, it was an awesome one there when you uh, turned it, it just allows you, like, like there is no forecast that is correct four days. No. Now. So you, you can't look. And it's, there it's isn't, hard. is there? No, it's hard Did you just want to risk a caller, guys? Yeah, go for it. There, let's risk it. I'll turn that up and we will take it. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. Good morning. Is that you, Courtney? Yes. Hey, are you chasing some numbers today? Uh, yes, please. Who have we got today, Sam? Uh, yep. Mark? Yep. 
One for you? Yep. And Mason. All right. Let me go, Mason. Is Sam is 34, Mark is 35, yep. you're 36, and Mason is 37. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. Have a nice weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. There we go. Some numbers. You know the, the thing about it? We'll still be doing the show and Courtney will be ringing in when she's 45 years old. Yes. We'll be 130, but uh, she'll I still be I might be, be gone by then. I'll just get, I'm going to give you the drum now. Yeah. Being a type 1 diabetic, you've got me for a few years. Then I'm out. No, sure. Your life expectancy is a little bit longer than that. Well, not for type 1s. Most of us cark. It's in, in our 60s. So for my really? 70s. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, not many type 1 diabetics uh, live in their 70s and so forth. Can so I have your fishing gear? Yeah. Yeah. We'll be, just let Beck know. Yeah, definitely. That I'll be around. You're not grab- looking after Beck. You can <laughs> have the fishing I'll gear. I'll be so around to get the there. fishing gear. Don't even go there. I I'll know come, where you're alluding. I'll come around and get your fishing gear. You've got more Calcutta conquests than anyone I know. I love them. I love them. I just even love looking you at them. You know the thing about it, if you sold them all, you could buy yourself a house. Well, they've gone back up now. They're, they're right, right back up in, in value. Beautiful now. reel. I threw mine around yesterday. Mm. Yes. Very, very smooth. But the thing about the... Con- I love all the model Conquest. Like, I, I definitely love the 23s and 22s and so forth. They're a bit squarer looking, but also like the going back into the... It's more of a collection point for you now, isn't it? No, the, the, I definitely use them. Do you use, well, oh, how use many them. have you got? Ten? Yeah, ten. But you don't But I've sold all ten. my other Calcutters. Like, last year I sold 30 Calcutters. I just... That you don't need. Problem, so, Ed. He's got a problem. Yeah, that, no, well, problem, no, that, that's it's called no money. Then. Well, because <laughs> I couldn't. wasn't selling the thirty cal cutters. The problem is, well, how the hell did you get to thirty cal cutters in your? Yeah, just buy them when I saw them and loved right. them, and yeah. and yeah, some I just never ever used, and and this and that, and <laughs> if they come up on eBay and they're at the right price, I buy them. Special, them. Yeah. special, honey. Yeah. It's very but special. But see, yeah, Gary and I, we used to collect Timberlures, but we can't do that because Timberlures, most of that was about garage sailing on a Saturday morning, and we're here. Yeah. So, whereas twice in 20 years did I find a Calcutta. Um, and a garage sale. At a garage sale. Yeah, no. Yeah, that just doesn't happen. So, um, <clears throat> I get my Calcutta's any time of the week or whatever, and anyone can get them. It's, it's, it's not, nothing special about... Um, but I, I got bored with them and then I realised I just absolutely love the Conquest so everything else all my other DCs and XTs and 50s and 100s and 150s and 200s and 250s and 300s and 400s and 700s but sold them so I totally understand like the 250 TEDC yeah that was the best reel I've ever had in my life. Do you know what the TE stand for? No. TE stands for Total Efficiency. Right. So, Cole Carter 250, Total Efficiency Digital Control. control yeah. And the digital control, when you take the side plate off, is actually there's a chip in there. Um, and the digital control senses, as soon as your, your object, your lure, your bait, whatever, hits the water, the spool stops yeah. almost instantly. Hence, digital control stops backlash. I love digital control. And look, let's be honest, none of us here need digital control because we've thrown bait casters our whole life. It so makes, it, makes it easier. So that side like of it's a, a bit of a crop. But <laughs> for me, I love yeah. the sound. Some yeah, people describe sound. it as, as, a, a, as a cat squealing. But it's, whereas I love that It's that, that one noise. of those things, if you don't have one, and your mate's got it at the front of the you boat, need it. it annoys the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, it could do. But it, it really could do. If you both have it, 
you think, oh, how good's this? Yeah. Or yeah. if you're the one holding it, you're yeah. like, how good's this? No, it's I love the sound of like it. A sound. Love the sound. But in saying that too, that like. Um, I have a stack of other reels, like uh, it from the. I am a Shimano man. Mm. I, I I love the Shimano. For me, like I got zillions, and and I find the bearings on the zillions go. If you look at them in, in the wrong way, your bearings go. Yeah. So they, they, for me, I think they just need a lot more love than what the Shimanos do. I find them, and it's it's definitely a Ford Holden thing. Um, oh, whereas I look some at of the it from a guiding perspective, and yeah. I could never use a zillion. No, just the the. You know, the the yeah. Oh, what's the word? Uh, the the drama we put them through. Yeah, you just couldn't use no. a zillion. Whereas but I've got some alphas and some pixies and whatever, and they're yeah. beautiful. Yeah, they're absolutely. Um, some of the millionaires were awesome. Yeah, Izzy's and yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, like I remember, uh, your millionaire, which was in competition with the Ambassador Six Fives back in the eighties and nineties, which were the six HM models. Uh, weighed about what were they? Seven point three kilos, I think. <laughs> but they beautiful were beautiful reels. They, they were a beautiful reel. You, oh. Reel, you yeah. couldn't break them. Yeah, but I, I still don't think they were as good as the the old sixty five C threes or the no, definitely the 46s, not forty sixes. The little forty six or the 56s. well, the forty the forty six was my favourite size. Beautiful little, it, it, which is equivalent of what a two hundred size Kelka, I'd say around yeah, that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit narrower. Yeah. My favourite was actually in the Abu stable was the 3.6, 3,600. And the reason for that was their, their Swedish coat of arms for the Abu Garcia on the side was in that big black sort of um, pad on the side, Gaz, with the yep. gold coat of arms. It just looked beautiful. But the 3.6 had the slowest of all ratios. You would have to whine like hell to to get to get your lure back in. But... It, if you're throwing something around like a DOA or something where you wanted it dead yeah. slow, yeah, perfect. You couldn't, for love of Even money, trying to wind it fast. You couldn't, couldn't wind, yeah. you couldn't wind it fast if you wanted to. Yeah. So, it had its place. Yeah. Something like a jack or whatever in our country, it was all bad news yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> you had to tear it out with the rod to get any line back and so forth. But um, absolute gorgeous. Now when. Back in the nineties and so forth, if we went in and because uh, they'd done a release of the of the classics, what they called the classics, yeah, yeah. and there was uh, the fifteen hundred IARs, the twenty five IARs, and, and then the sunset colours and all that sort of stuff, uh, they were around about three hundred and fifty dollars back then. Now to buy one in mint condition, that exact same reel has gone up to around about eight nine hundred dollars. So hmm. um, that's one thing that's absolutely gone through the roof. Whereas you have you look at something like Dempsters, for instance, like Gary and I, we're a big fan of. Of, of pipeline George George Nemesis. In 2010, if you wanted to buy a good condition pipeline George, it's around about $120, $130. Yep. That same lure now goes for about $20, $25. Same as the leads. And it's funny how someone can damage the market like that because any of our timber lure lovers will know. Um, like, I'm a massive fan of Terry Ledbetter leads lures. And uh, they were really, really hard to get. The, the original, the rocking horse ones with signatures on it. Then there was a gentleman who's actually a, a copper in Innisfail. He and I know him because he brought my one of my first hornets off me in uh, 1999 or something like that. But he was a Leeds lure collector, and he absolutely flooded the market with them because he got out of it. Something happened. I don't know what happened. I, I won't allude to it. But anyway, so he had to sell all of his lures. And they were averaging per lure around about $120, $130 per mm. Leeds lure. So he sold around about a 1,000 of them. So he made a lot of money out of them. After that, 
price. The price months down. later, yeah. they didn't. They didn't half. They went less than half. Yeah. Now you can pick up a, a a brand new lead original for like thirty five, forty dollars. Yep. So, and it's it, isn't it strange how it works? So people at the moment are holding onto them lures. Yep. In the hope that they uh, they they go back in the market, and it's amazing what um, and they will in time. They will, in, especially with a death. Yeah. When someone dies, a lure maker dies, they yep. go boom, straight through the roof. Mm. And then you get ones like Eric Mollers and so forth uh, that would just never – if you've got a Moller, you're going to sell it for 200 bucks mm. every day of the week, 250 300 whatever. Um, uh, they're, they're just – and there's a few like that. And strangely enough, and uh, with Richo's, um, Richo lures, uh, aren't, he's only been passed for 10 years maybe. But for whatever it is, his lures still go for a hundred bucks each mm. in in mint condition. God, they work so too. The richos, the extractors, and so forth—absolutely incredible. Not the longest-lasting paint jobs. They cop a fair flogging. I love that because his his timber—it was so soft. That's why the paint job was. But that's why they mark. work yeah, so well. Exactly. Yeah. Compared to any other timber, not any other. Yeah. There's some cracker timber lures out there, but his timber, and. I can remember he went through a stage where he just couldn't make lures because he couldn't get his timber. Mm. He couldn't get his timber. Whereas you had someone like Coolabung who went, because his Coolabung's his originals, which everyone wants, yeah. were the same. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Then he couldn't get that timber, so then he played with a mould. Uh, what was the mould? Uh, uh, like uh, a foamy foam, injection mould. Foam-filled mold. injection mould. And it just yeah. didn't happen. Didn't that, They couldn't sell. People who didn't know still brought them because of the Coolabung name and went, yeah. oh, these just go float straight to the top. Then he went back to timber, but wasn't the same timber as his original. No. So they yeah. just never, ever swum the same. And a lot of lure makers have that problem, uh, like um, lethal lures, for instance, started with a different timber to what they have today, and uh, Mark A lures and everything. So I think every manufacturer goes through that. Yeah. I, I tell you, we're, supply we're, and demand. You can't just mm, close your business because yeah. you can't have that piece of wood. No, for sure. Hey, we've had Adrian on the show from Sticks and Woods. His yeah. lures are crackers, man. Yeah. They work really, really, really well. So um, the action on them is fantastic. And look, to the eye, and I'm being honest here, they don't look like uh, a, a Leeds or, or something like that. They haven't got that spectacularness. No, they're, Not yet. they're rawness. But, they're, but I love the rawness too. I don't think you need to, you know, the way he, no, you don't. the style he makes it, he doesn't need to make it commercialised. No, no, and he's just a young fella. He's having a crack. Yep. He's got pride in it. So uh, look up um, Sticks and Wood. You'll be um, well impressed. I think we got we got a couple there to give away next yeah, week. Yeah, I'll give them something. away next week. I've got yeah. a couple there still to give away. So yeah, for sure. They're a bit battered and boring. Broken, I've thrown them around. Yeah, no, that's all right. I haven't caught Throw, a fish. Throwing them in the rocks. Yeah, I'll just throw them in the rocks. Looks <laughs> like I've caught something on them. Yeah, yeah, you should sign sign one of them, Gaz. It'll go through the roof. <laughs> Be the prize of the year, my man. So No, we've we got go. an awesome prize of the year for the what end of the year. What do we have? Talk about it. Well, from the copper guy up at um, Cairns, Tony. Oh, yes. I've got a copper um, tuna wall hanging. Um, that we'll give away at the end of the year for the fish of the year. Okay. So, uh, But that's later in the year. When it comes to about November, it'll be a photo comp. So if you catch something really, really cool, mm. um, take a photo of it and save it, and then we'll have a fish of the year. And what we deem as the best photo will win this uh, awesome tuna copper um, art, I suppose. That'd be it's, cool. It's really cool-looking stuff. So 
So yeah, that. Oh, that's well, we'll end put our heads year. together and we'll pick something. We'll have to do something that's not um, a cliche or something. <coughs> with um, try and pick something. I don't know. I don't no, know. You just what we think. You just look at it and. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, whatever it is. And no that, theme. Miles Tam can only put one entry in, and Brendan Vasey only one entry. Normally, they put ten in each. So it's one. You no, you can put alone. as many as you like, Brendan. You leave them alone. Someone's a bit jealous about just other people catching bigger than 47 Well, I'm sick of looking at catfish, Adam, mate. We don't want to go down that path. This is a battle that Gary is fighting oh, with okay. him himself. What's, life, yeah, what's Lifeline's number, please? <laughs> um, no, I think a 30 or 40 centimetre barra photo could win this year. Like I said to Jimmy Falkenberg once, it takes How long skill. has it been since you put a legal barra in the boat? I'm not having a go. I'm not having a go, Gary. Do you want to know? But I'm having a go. Last year. Last year. Look at the, the face. What date was it? 75. Where? We really should Horton. change the subject. Horton. That's I don't remember suicidal. that. I didn't put it up. I can show you a photo. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to need to see this photo because I'm if, not buying as it. As if you wouldn't put it up. Yeah, I'm not buying oh, that. Mate, I'm, I'm sorry. on the Come stigma. On. No. Come on. No. Kayleen you definitely a, didn't. You did not. Kayleen got an 82. Are you calling him out I'm here? Calling I'm calling him out. Kayleen got an 82. He'll put a 40 up, but yeah. not a 75. No, no, You're being caught. Here's my pen. Listen. I've got the photos. That's my pen. One thing I don't do, though, is what someone did over the oh, Christmas don't you try, break. Don't you try and turn it. Gold spot cod up every week. Don't try and turn it on me, mister. We're, we're, <laughs> oh, we are attacking you. Gold spot. But they're legal size. Yeah. yeah. No, Not all of them. Oh, no, no, some of them were just for a photo, just for fun. Oh, I see. Just for fun. <laughs> then the next night I'd put an 80 on the map. Oh, all right, I'm now, where were we? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go back to the harbour one day and start catching again and then go, he'll go, well, you're not allowed to fish in the harbour. I'm going to take yeah, every photo of a gold spot cod from now on. I love gold spots. I love gold spots. How good eating a gold spot. Yeah, beautiful, we always Gary. talk about it. And, and most people look at them and go, oh, it's a gold spot cod, but until you've knocked the side off one mm. and fried her up or however you cook it, they are so, so oh. nice. A lot of the um, a lot of the mixed group charters we do, I throw the old man on. Yep. And he fishes there with electric, and most of the clients will know. But um, at the end of the trip, he'll be up the top. He'll have his 10 nanny guy, whatever. He'll be auctioning them off for a gold, gold spot. spot. How many would you like? You know, would you like five nanny guy for that gold spot, or would you like six? And then really, some, yeah, and the boys would be like, no, no, no. He'd be like, how about how about all, all the nanny guy? Mm, I'll always one, been one a cod. fan. He loves even them. a fan of the five. I mean, not the little ones. Spinny boy, oh, spinny boy. But I'm talking about big and they just, uh, especially, you know, like them perfect ones you get at the shipping channel, like the ones we've got oh, now. Yeah. 65, 70. So yeah. just, they pull hard. They, um, but you know, they, the, you know the, the thing with great them, and not that I keep the great big ones. No. Um, but their flesh is as good at legal size as it is at a metre. Yeah. Spot on. It yeah. is. It's exactly. It like, you get a dirty big finger mark and its flesh can be oh, not as good as it can. A, a 50 or a 45, but you get a gold spot mm. and they are so nice to eat. I agree with that 100%. All the way through. People will disagree with us with the finger mark. They're like, any finger mark, whatever size is going to be beautiful. But I personally have had some really horrible tasting fingers. Yeah. But in saying that, I've had some crappy ones around that 70, 75 mark. I don't know really? what it is. Shipping channel yeah. ones, where it's just like a boot, but then the next fish is absolutely delicious. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I've ever had a bad finger. Most people oh. haven't, no. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> Marty has. Still haunts him. Long as you only eat one at a time. <laughs> it still haunts Marty, mate. Oh, yeah. you pair. <laughs>
Oh, it was a school. <laughs> I brought you in to bring a little bit of maturity and the priest. <laughs> oh, no. Right. Cut okay, that. bit of poison. See us later. Show's over. We're not coming back. Don't worry about the prizes. Enjoy your morning. I'm with a pair of maniacs. You.
gospel that's given to all, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm Brother Brad. And I'm Brother Barry Man. Hallelujah, brothers. Well, it's all under hallelujah. <laughs> gospel, brother. Gospel. Gospel, boys. Praise in song. Tune in every Sunday from 6 a.m. And you will be blessed. Only on your deadly station, 4K1G. Too deadly. The Holy Ministries with the Hallelujah Brothers. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing. Proper good after-sale service. And all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G. This is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Good morning, Rocky, who's out at the curry this morning working the cranes. He's listening to us on the 4K1G app. So that's a great app to get hold of too. So you can listen to us anywhere and get hold of it. So are you hiding behind my computer? I am, mate. I'll move over so you can see me. Yeah, you're like Monica Lewinsky. You're making me all nervous. Just just keep keep the COVID in that corner, mate. Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Actually, you've come you've come better. Yeah, I don't know whether life back in your face. The chemicals they use for cleaning the joint because it was when I walked in this morning. Hmm. Like when it's sometimes like hay fever or f- mm. a flower or something gets up my nose yep. and I start coughing and go, holy hell, I've... Yeah, yeah I've sort of got the sniffle sneezing. from any of it. Yep. Yeah, it's, and, and away it goes, sneezing and... Yeah. But all, all good, mate, coming good. Definitely. Hey, uh, we mentioned before the before the break uh, about Lifeline, so we'll mention Lifeline's number if you're having a bit of a uh, struggle out there. one three double one one four. So uh, call that number if you want to have a chat to a guy or a girl. They're absolutely incredible with the job that they do and the service that they provide, and they can uh, bring a bit of light to the end of your dark tunnel. So that number is one three double one one four. Now, Ad, Rocky was saying that you've um, slung him a couple of your prawns. He's going to give them a try... Uh, probably not just on the barras, but he's going to go and use them for the finger mark. Yeah. So oh, he didn't say that, but I've got half a feeling that that's going to be his plan. So, yeah, Rocky was one of the uh, 400 messages we got for that, uh, trying to mimic that Zeric-style um, silver with the slight green fleck through it. Right. Yeah, that's that, a very, that very popular. popular colour. Yeah. Until you started going on about your colour. Um, but yeah, so so I made some for him and uh, and That's Crowley. A bit nasty. So they've worked for Crowley, so they'll work for Rocky. Yeah. Hey, um, one thing with your prawns, Adam, that is out of the box compared to other prawns. That most of your standard prawns, the hook comes out the back. Yeah, this is something that we probably should talk about, and something I really have to market. So our our legs are a lot stiffer. Yeah. So we've actually made them so that the the hook point comes out underneath through the legs and right. you'll see oh, there's some in your car there yeah. but um, it makes them completely weedless um, and then hook up rate for me is a bit better yeah because they bang from underneath so, so it goes 
So now not, it's actually a, a saltwater fly hook that's similar to a what would you SL12? Yep, style hook, rigged reverse. So it comes out the bottom, and the tip of the like because they've got a slightly curved barb or, or tip, I haven't tip seen, of the, the one hook. The one brought, but no, I, I gave just, you one with a hook in it. The ones I got at Christmas that Beck got me were not underneath. Yeah, the hook comes out underneath, and yeah. and as Adam said, the legs are stiffer, so it may it. But yeah, it's, did it's you do thing. an original first style ones? Yeah, but yeah, didn't come underneath. Yeah. Okay, so they're yeah. the ones that I got. Yeah. So yeah. they're the same So like should I change that? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, our jig heads will just go straight into that as well. Right. So you, yeah. I'll, well, you got. Oh, so you've got your own jig heads as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So we, we custom make our own hook. So it's a, a SL12 style hook. Uh, it's actually the VMC uh, saltwater fly. Ah. Hook. So it's solid as like that's that's you know one of the best barrel hooks you'll get. Um, and then we can I change that. them out? Hundred percent. Yeah. So why are you off, doing it? it? Why are we doing it? Yeah, it's so better hookup rate. Readless and better hookup rate. Ah, okay. So it's still... And you're saying because of the stiffer legs, it's... Yeah, so the front three legs. So we've actually added a whole lot of legs to anything that you would have seen. So there's six sets of legs on each prawn. Yep. The top three or the front three actually move through the water, which makes, you know, acoustics under underwater. Yeah. So you see the vibration in those top three. The okay. The back three are there so that the hook point actually sits just underneath them and ah. just tucked in. So there's enough squish when a fish eats it to actually get a hookup yeah. in the jaw. The hookup rate's pretty good on them? Hookup rate's better than the worm hook. It's yep. still not like it would be a standard hook coming out the top. Yeah. Um, you're never going to get that in a weedless style, but we've found that it's better than the worm hook. Have you thrown yours yet, Gaz? No, I haven't, mate. No. Because I can't find any fish. <laughs> when you do? When I do. You will. But you found... We found a few last week, which were good barrels, but they just weren't eating. Weren't eating. No. Nah. And Rocky, I was just talking to Rocky. He I went tried to everything. Spot, um, the other week, and he was heading out the mouth, and he, he reckons he must have gone over four, five hundred barrel. Visually, yeah. could see them. Yeah. Just so, not, not what are they doing? This time of year. Oh, I didn't even try. He doesn't know if they were interested or not. But they wouldn't move until the boat went over the top of them. Well, he so could visually yeah. see. Visually see them, not v on the side scan. No. Then. No. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. Cool. So, and that happens at some time. You know, I've seen that in the harbour. I, and I've been in the boat with people with me where the harbour is full of barramundi. Yeah, There's like the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And, and we have got the them to eat. They're hard to get to eat. They like those, those garfish, those yeah. tiny garfish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they're Meaty's favourite, the little garfish. He, mm. he, he targets them to, for the so we've, barrows. Um, we'll actually release in the next week or so a little swim bait that has a tight hammer tail that just looks like a little gar. It's epic. Oh, well, that'll be so good. I swam it, swam it yesterday for the second time. Yep. And, um, yeah, Crowy loves it. I like it. I yep. just like the tail, but it stays dead straight. He's a handy no, boy, Crowy. No body wobble. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's well, Crow, can you uh, talk Crowy to come in uh, on the show? He will not. And no. He's just no good in a camera. He's just, he gets nervous. He, yeah, he's not. He's yeah, not fair enough. He's quiet. I, I actually asked him. I said, why don't you come in and, and have a chat about it? But yeah, he's very quiet and short. He doesn't need to because to anyone who knows what he does wants to get a piece of his yeah. pie. Yeah. And so. he, he, he's, he's a hard one to crack into. Like, to become good mates with him, it takes a while. Yeah, you know he's a hard nut to crack. Um, yeah, but then yeah, once he actually, if he ever wants to fish in this town again, he gets his ass in here. <laughs> Is it, will that work? No, no, no right. Because okay, he's we won't go, go that, that avenue. Guys, you're right, mate. He's so. a, yeah, yeah. I love. Very, I, he, very he does some, Does some very very good stuff. He's very entrepreneurial, isn't he? Yeah. He's like you yeah. with 
uh, he thinks the, the mechanical the things level. that you are with he the thinks business. the next level he's, he's yeah. a genius plain and simple he's a genius when it comes to that style of thinking yeah well he's developed some stuff which he hasn't got the kudos for that people are using now on their yeah. on their mincoders or on their sounders yeah. or on this or on that yeah. or he can get a template of something and make it 10 times better yeah and because uh, yeah. I always wanted it now, Bullymore's got one. Because uh, and I've been on the boat with with a big screen on the front, like a fifteen inch screen, and I can't, for love of money, see very well that screen. It, but you know, it's at my feet where, where they're you know they're sitting on the ram mount or whatever. Because yeah. that's truly where you want it, fishing and so forth. Whereas now, and yeah. I always wondered, but there's what it's yeah, on a slide. A, it's on the holes. Yeah, so yeah. it just slides straight up, guys, and the yeah. sounder is in front of your face. It's like it's at your console, and it's just whoop. yeah, you can move it around and yeah. Yeah, he's very talented with um, make mechanically minded oh, not with stuff that, like that. His, his the only thing you've yeah. got with that being up the front like that, you, you're open to the elements. You're open to lures flying back out of snags and so forth. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, you get that once anyway. you get to that stage where you you know you've got enough money to purchase that, <sighs> it's not really a. A worry if you blow a sounder every and look, it is, 18 months, it, you know. You must admit, it is hard. It really is hard. Like, uh, that, I, I just brought that um, Solix 15 there, 8K. Yeah. You know, and, and that's not even a, you know, there's ones above that. Mm. So, if yeah, you... Yeah, it adds up, eh? Yeah, it really, yeah. really adds up. Uh, but it's it's that's my passion, and that's Gaz's passion, and Reese's passion. So yeah. why not? But as yeah, as we've right, said we before, and putting it in perspective, you, like eight thousand dollars for a sounder. It's, it's my, silly, man. My first sounder, and we spoke about it before, was a Hummingbird um, Wide One Hundred mm. portable. It came in a little plastic box. You put two torch batteries in. Loved it. In and then rubber suck at it. That was a thousand dollars back then, and it and. And the the pixel count on it was thirty six by forty or something like that. It was like house blocks yeah. on your screen. Yeah. So when you think, oh, I paid a thousand dollars for that in nineteen ninety, mm. and then you go, oh, say even four thousand dollars now for a really good side imaging. And you do get um, them for that. Yeah, and you just sort of go, well, it it's not a lot. And it's progressed to where it is now. Yeah. Um, some would say, "Geez, a thousand dollars for a sounder that that was crap, really." Well, yeah. it wasn't crap. No. Um, it was just used different. Can uh, I ask you a question? Yeah. Because you went from a nine to ten to twelve. Yes. Do Chalk and cheese. It is, isn't it? The the twelve is so much easier to read. Yes, isn't it, it is. It is. Eh? Yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> Um, but if you only have a nine, there's nothing wrong. There's with nothing wrong with it. You can nine. see, you can see perfectly and and see what's out to the side or what's under you. Or yeah, um, there's nothing wrong with that. But until you step up into that bigger screen size, yeah, and then you go. And, and I have no doubt if I went to a fifteen or sixteen or whatever they are, I'd go, holy hell, how did I even look at a twelve? Yeah, um, for sure. But but the twelve's fine, mate. I'm, well, I've been using no the twelve now for what. Five years, four yeah. years, and I love it. Yeah, I, like, I am excited about the fifteen. I don't know how much difference it will make. Some of the um, my some, eyes some aren't brands great, so. aren't better at the bigger size. No, mm. so you know the twelve's got the crystal picture on a lot of brands. Yeah, I'm going to try and call. Well, you gentlemen speak. Your friend Paul is at the Barra Farm this morning. Yeah, so let me try. Have you? You guys um, keep talking. So he's um yeah. So he's not out the Barra Farm. Or we can but he's about that or better no no. Yeah. Marty will get him on and we'll have a chat see about if, see that. See if he gets on. But yeah. Um, have you been using the live? 
It's the big rage now, the live imaging on yeah, your we've sounders. Had that, well, because we, we're Laurent sponsored, we've had yep. the um, um, active target is the, is the naming of them, yeah. So yeah, we've been using that. What are your thoughts? Cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah awesome. I, real good. As you know, a lot of our mates have got them, and I speak to them, and just being able to see where those fish are sitting in a snag or where they're moving to or uh, you said something interesting no, but this okay. morning off air we were talking about it um of getting that it allows you to get that lure down to them instead of moving that lure and it's away from the fish you can actually watch your lure sink down yes, yes. onto that fish yeah so there's a few different modes on them and um you know the difference five minutes say, boys we're going to give paul a call yep okay yep. Yeah, so there's a few different modes on them. So you, you do the scout mode, which gives you basically 90 degrees pointing wherever you want, um, and you can see the fish in the snags, no problem whatsoever. But like you're saying, is you'll throw the lure at it, you think you're on top of that fish, mm. but you don't realise that you know there's four metres of depth there. Mm. So then if you go into the forward mode and pinpoint it dead on top of that fish, then you can actually watch your lure drop, drop down, on. and you don't realise until you're really, you know, really honed in on it that when you the first 10 casts you did you actually yeah. missed that fish by a meter and a half mm-hmm. and in yeah. dirty water with a with a non-vibration lure it's not gonna not it's not gonna wake up and hit it so there's yeah. one thing that, that like i've only got side imaging um and, and it, it's is true what the lads tell me is like i can find say i find a little patch of fish yeah and then i sit back I don't know whether those fish have moved. They move so much. Yes. It is ridiculous. So I'm sitting so there going, how come they're not biting? And then when I move again, they've oh, they're not there. Yep. So a crow has got a power pole. Yep. I use a plonk a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But the amount of times that I pressed the motor guide and the barra instantly when I put a beep on it, yep. they just swim out of that snag and just move on. Ha. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would say 50% of the time that I spot lock on a snack in certain areas is, Gone. yeah, they just move. I remember. But, but if you went naked or yep. or spot locked back and were throwing into it, then. Different story. Well, no, no, they, they, they'd move, but you wouldn't know because no, you've yeah. only got side imaging. So you don't have the live. So you're, you're yep. fishing. And, and I did it as a guide. Like we'd, we'd scan over a spot. I'd come back, scan over it. Yeah, there's a 50 barrel on a snag. Anchor up, two anchors. We'd sit on it. You wouldn't get a bite for 20 minutes. And you'd be like, okay, well, let's move to the next spot. And then you'd scan it as you go past, and they're all gone. So they could have gone instantly. instantly. They could have gone after 10 minutes. They, you don't know. Yeah. Uh, whereas now, with the live, you can just see them move off. And you actually get the bites when they're moving. There you go. So if you can be in front. And Steve Jeston says much the same. Get them barrows moving. My mum sent me a photo uh, uh, that was in the bully this morning. I actually watched a video um on um facey yesterday and that was the boys did you see it with the um he's fighting the baron his mate goes down to land the baron the croc comes up and oh in the lake field field or something yeah 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 so and that's talking about what we've got to be wary about so far and the mate should have known better that that, that was risky that's a cool effort though isn't it yeah yeah yeah. and the croc when it first come up and showed his head, it just looks like a two-metery. But, yeah, but when he was one of the barrier, he wasn't going for the bloke. No, he wasn't you interested know, the, in the, the bloke. The social media throws a bad, bad oh, of course. side on that And then too, the bully you know? throws it in as well. And yeah, but not, it does, not that it, you'd be in there waist-deep water. No, it does yeah. throw light that you have to be vigilant yeah. Yeah. and just, just be careful of it. Hey, we're going to go to a quick ad. Then we're going to come back and we're going to talk to your mate, Paul, who's got something going on. I'm not quite sure what it is. And after that, we're going to talk to Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafoods and get, see what's going on in uh, Gordo's part of the world. All right, we'll be back shortly after these messages. Hey, 
Witch you mob. B-Vibes and Easy Beasy. Crank it with us on only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark. Every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. with one hour of requests. Taking you back, playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now. So come kick it with us on your two deadly radio station, 107.1 FM, 4K1G. Too deadly, deadly, deadly. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And we're having a fantastic morning here. It's making me all keen to go for a bit of a fish. And speaking of keenness, we're going to cross over to Paul this morning. He's uh, having an interesting weekend. Good morning, Paul. How are you, buddy? How about yourself? Mate, we are absolutely fantastic. What has the weekend got in store for you? What are you doing? Uh, mate, actually, i uh, got family visiting for my birthday, so spending time with family and buying my boy a milkshake currently after his martial arts lesson. Oh, that sounds nice. fantastic. Nice. Yeah, good to get the boys in the martial arts and help them uh, not be bullied. It's a pretty cruel world out there. Definitely. It's only four and a half, so good time to start, definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Hey, Adam was mentioning something that you guys are doing, um, something with the Barrow Farm. Yes, so uh, Townsville Barbecue Battle. We've been going now for about uh, four years. Yep. Started uh, 2019 um, with Strand Park. First year we had over 12,000 people. Um, COVID kind of made that a bit difficult and uh, 2021 we were there again had a break and this year in June we were at Melville's we had about four, five thousand people out there but we wanted to showcase another Townsville Gem location, Melville's quite, quite well known but also Barra Fun Park as well oh, to beautiful. be honest yeah. I'd never been to Barra Fun Park until this year um, so we've connected with Brent's and we want to help showcase out there with our little spin, which is also a barbecue battle, um, but also showcase, you know, what he's got out there with the Barra Ponds, uh, you know, the amusement stuff for the kids as well on yep. Father's Day, hence Dad's Day Out. Sounds fantastic. Brilliant timing. Indeed. Because, yeah. let's be honest, you know, mothers go out to a cafe or a restaurant uh, dads don't really want to do that. Um, they're a little bit different. Dads want to do blokey things. So we thought, let's try and have an event where dad can go and get a bit of everything, you know, boating, camping, fishing, uh, caravanning, you know, steak cook-off, all of that, and take his family as well. So he's got a bit of a, a win for him and the family at the same time. Sounds like a perfect idea. Why not? Excellent. And the kids can 100%. even hire a rod and reel and have a little bit of a fish for bar and so forth. So it all works into Definitely. conjunction perfectly. Not just the kids, but mum and dad as well. I know, right? So yep. uh, Steak Cook-Off is actually an American-sanctioned barbecue competition okay. that we have. 
Yes. And first, they literally cook one steak. And the winner uh, gets $1,000 cash and a golden ticket to compete in America at Ooh. the World uh, Championship. So that's it- the, the barbecue aspect that we're doing for the, uh, oh. that day out. Does everyone have to use the same piece of steak, uh, as in like the same style of steak, or can someone have a sirloin, the next have a rump, and then the next bloke has uh, a T-bone, or what? It's actually all supplied. So, okay. Um, because of the sanctioning laws, how it all works. Yes. Um, basically, we have to provide a ribeye fillet of certain thickness. Okay. They're all cryback, and uh, you know we're only expecting maybe about twenty people. But they walk up to a table, yes, and they have one minute to choose their one steak, and then they take that one steak back. They season it with their magical herbs and spices, yes, cook it, present it, and they're getting judged literally on that one steak. Ten thousand dollars, so not bad. What are you looking for in a ribeye if you walk up to the table? Are you looking for a certain marbling in it, certain colours? What what do you what what do you look for when you want the best ribeye that's there? Um, I honestly, I'm a chef by trade. Yes, um, I think marbling is great, but it also comes down to how you cook it. Yeah. Um, Tell me that. Are you a are you a one a sided person, they only flip it once, or do you like to sear it and then flip it? What's your go? Well, funnily, I actually did a cooking demo yes. uh, in June down at Melbourne yep. called How to Cook a Steak. We oh. had some delicious uh, protein provided by Sunvale Meat. Paul uh, gave us some John D. Super Gold Porterhouse. Oh, my and Lord. I actually have that with my wife once a week. So instead of going out and spending, you know, 70 you know, even a hundred bucks a mm. couple of steaks. We buy one good steak and share it between two of us. Yes. Uh, and we have that every week. So I've been doing two different styles. One's called um, the just keep flipping method. Method. So literally every 30 seconds, mm. you keep flipping the steak. And the idea is you're not allowing the juices to kind of come out of the steak. Yes. So it keeps the steak more moist. Okay. That's probably a personal favourite, but yeah. another method... That has just thrown uh, out everything I've ever been taught about cake stocking, uh, cooking. So thanks for that, Paul. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and the, another method is uh, sear grill. So I bought uh, from Bunnings, you know, it's only a couple hundred dollars, a grill that basically um, cooks from the top. Yep. So it's like a salamander on steroids, but it's at 800 degrees. Right. And it's all about getting this amazing crust on the steak. So I kind of vacillate between the two. Uh, I really like. So it's either really amazing crust or cooked really well, so it's juicy, delicious, um, or reverse seared. Have you ever had a reverse seared steak? I have not. I'm not fancy enough. Well, you, to, to be frank, you haven't quite lived. Right, so, fair uh, enough. You know... You've it's destroyed my morning slow. already, Paul. Carry on, please. Slow <laughs> and slow steaks. Um, getting it to like that probably rare, medium rare temperature, letting it rest, um, and then you sear it over a um, you know a high heat. But you have more of a a red or pink distribution through the meat. You know how you normally cook a steak and you have that grey all the way around. Yes, but you don't have that. Okay. Doing it more low and slow, so that's how the protein, um, you know, kind of uh, changes in that process when you cook it. But that day out, steak, 
hook-off is just one element, obviously, being Barra Fun Park, mm. we've decided so that the competitors can cook two steak categories. Yeah. And the third one, which is a bit of fun, we're doing Barramundi as well. So we'll give a whole um, Barramundi, and it's up to people to cook however they want. It doesn't have to be on a barbecue grill. It can be deep-fried. Um, in that sanctioning, they can basically use their own creativity. So we're doing two rounds of steak and one barramundi uh, for Dad's Day Out. Excellent. And as a chef, let me ask you, uh, for our fishing people out there, what would be uh, your favourite way? Give me give me a very quick fish rep recipe. I, and this could be controversial, I like deep sea fish personally. So okay. I'm probably more of the red throat emperor. I know a lot of people love yeah, I love red throat and I so forth. I think I like red throat personally. Yep. Or cold trout's good. But um, I just like it actually grilled or even dusted with a bit of flour and cooked on the grill. Yep. Let it finish with lemon butter, you know, a bit of parsley. Keep it simple. Let the, let the protein shine or the seafood shine. You don't have to cover it with a whole lot of other stuff, you know? No. Oh, I, I like that answer. A little bit of a kiss method with it. And just let, let oh, the flavours do its own work. Yeah, because you want to taste fish. Yep, yep, for sure. Mate, I can hear you've got the kitties in the background. We really appreciate your um, time that you've spent with us. We would love you uh, to get in contact with us and to give you a call on the morning of the barbecue cook-off to give us a, um, a sure. bit of a on-the-scene sort of uh, evaluation. Gaz and I will get a real kick out of that. So um, you've got my number in the phone, or you've got the show's number in the phone, so all of a Saturday morning when it's all happening, give us a tingle and let us know. For sure. Probably one last comment. Um, we're still open to exhibitors. Okay. They come and be a part of the event. So fishing clubs, um, stores, you know, anyone basically that can help add value to the event where Dad can come down and be amazed by all that, you know, is down there. Yeah. Um, so anyone that's listening, if you've got a business, an organisation, you want to come down, get some exposure be a part of uh, an event for dads then yep. uh, jump on barbecue battle facebook page hit me up a message mm. and we're happy to um Brilliant. help you be a part of our event my co-host my co-host gaz is actually a dancer is there a spot for that is there any spare poles or anything mate we can uh brent uh, is a character so i'm sure he will have some poles somewhere <laughs> it may not be in a great location <laughs> or near the stage but hey we're open to, if it adds value to the event, we'll consider it. It will add absolutely no value. <laughs> there will never be another cook-off in Townsville. You'll be done. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, mate, you're a good sport. Thanks so much for spending a bit of time with us, and we really look forward to talk, talking to you in a couple of weeks. Have a great weekend with your yeah, family. Mate, appreciate your time. Thanks, mate. See Bye. you, buddy. Bye-bye. Ah, there we go. He was a good lad to talk to. He was, mate. Yeah, Interesting with his fish, just keep it simple. Nice yes. and easy. He wants to taste the fish. And good morning to my mum and my beautiful children. Grandma has picked up the kiddies to take them to a sensor this morning. Take them to the casino. So I said, Jake, yeah, <laughs> sit outside. Um, Lock them in the car. Said to Jake, if any tackle box comes up, it doesn't matter what's in it, put oh. all of your money in it. Yeah, grab you it. You win dad that tackle box. All right, let's go to our next ad. And when we come back, we're going to quickly Gordo. touch base with Gordo from Cleveland Bay Seafood. Won't be long. Race 
racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood Station Sponsor. Every day's a good day. Stop wishing. Every day's a chance to drift away. Drift away. Every day's a good day for fishing. See you down at the world today. Station Sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your red arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine Station Sponsor With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville Take your family, take your mates and take your boat with unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef The time to book is now Lucinda Fishing Lodge What a great escape Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com. Or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. I certainly are having an awesome morning. Adam, thank you so much from Audacity Charters. We've had a ball talking to you this morning. And to keep that going in the same vein, we're going to talk to Gordo from Cleveland Bay Seafoods. Good morning, Gordon. How are you, mate? 
good morning. How are we all today? Yeah, really, really good. How's the shop been for you this week? Any changes or any developments in the big world of, of the seafood industry for us to know about? Mate, not a great deal. We've just been plodding away doing our jobs. Yep, beautiful. That's the way to do it. Uh, indeed. So, um, how have the pros been going? They've been bringing plenty of seafood, fresh stuff in for you, or have been, things Mate, been with, tough with, with this weather? With this uh, short, with the small tides, they've all been barra fishing, so we've got awesome fresh barra oh, fishing about. Beautiful, yep. All nice small stuff, all beautiful to eat, everything's awesome about it. Yep, and with them smaller tides, you say that, is that because they, they're able to put their nets at the places like the mouth and all that sort of stuff where normally they can't because there's too much run? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant. So, basically, if you, if you net a creek on big ties, your net gets blown away and gets washed away. Yep. So, so this is what people forget. They, they only net every second week. Yes. Right, because of it. Or, or else they've got a net on the foreshores. Yeah. Which is 90% of that's closed to green and yellow zones. Yeah. Yep. So, um... As I said, they don't have an easy life and they've just got to take it when they can. Yeah, it's a, there's a lot more to it than what people realise. And easy work, it is not. It is not an easy dollar to make. No. So. The good ones can make good money and the, and the uh, average ones actually just struggle. Yeah, yeah. Not like anything in the world, really, I suppose, isn't it? Very, very much so, yeah. Yeah. What about the prawn front? What's been going on? I was down at the um, the marina yesterday and uh, a lot of trawlers out at the moment, so there must be a bit of a run on. Well, it's dark, so this is when they work for the prawns. They come up to the surface so they can catch them. Okay, yep. And generally the prawn, at, when, the, when the moon's full, the prawns are normally soft, so they're not very good. Okay. Okay, so that's why they normally work over the dark. So they'll do their 20 nights and they're out doing them now. I did not know that, that in the full moon, that the, the prawns, I thought it was, uh, they, there might have been a bad prawn or something, but that's got nothing to do with it. It's what cycle no, it is. No, they generally pop up and they'll go, bits, the shells go soft and all that. Okay. No one ever wants to buy them, so it's easy you just have to go to work when they're there. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, no, I certainly no. wouldn't want to buy soft shells. Yeah, so it was just one of the things that the boys just... You know, they come home, have a rest, refuel, get all their bits and pieces back into order. Yeah. And then go back out again when they think they're going to be hard again. Yeah. I actually enjoy sitting down there at the, the trawler wharf and watching everything go on when they're in, because they're doing exactly what you say. There's a whole lot of maintenance that goes on with them trawlers that people don't realise too. Things, is, they're forever fixing stuff. Oh, well, you're always breaking something. Yep. Um, and they, they do turn over big money, but they also spend big money because everything breaks so much yeah and um it's just it's just part of the industry yeah for sure and do, well do you you've got you've got salt water big motors straining gear on the bottom um yep. which it all just goes if they don't break it goes twang yeah so and if it doesn't go twang the boat goes down yeah yeah <laughs> which is rare but it does happen when when they get caught on them what they call hookups yeah, yeah, about three or four a year will roll over. Yeah, that's pretty scary, mate. Yeah. Wow. And that, what, so for, for the layman people such as myself who don't fully understand that, so basically they're trawling, they got the nets out the back with the chains, it hooks up to maybe another sunken trawler or a rock or something, and something doesn't go bang in the night, and it actually rolls the trawler over, and she's all, that's all she wrote, really, isn't it? Is that is that well, it in a nutshell? What, what, Generally, what happens because mm. they, the nets are across the back of the boat, yeah, 
and they normally look for sandy bottom and stuff like that. Yeah. So as, as they're going along, they'll follow a contour of just sandy bottom. So okay. Drag the, net the biggest one is a wonky hole, which is a freshwater spring. Yes. Which means it doesn't pick up on a sounder or anything like that. So when they hit a wonky hole, what happens is the gear sinks into the bottom of the wonky hole, but only like only like four, four or five metres of it and okay. gets bogged. Yes. So what happens is the boat gets stuck on the ground and your boat swings around and leans over. And if, if it's a bit rough, the waves will come on the over the side of the gunnel of the boat and push it under and cause it to roll over. Oh. Well, and, and, it's, they, mm. and, and generally, that's, and that's how it rolls. Yeah. Um, it's generally not a hook-up on a trawler or a reef or rocks. It's generally a wonky hole, which is just a sand, uh, a waterfall of water, a freshwater spring. Yep. In the middle of the sand. Yep. And all the flotation in the hull in the world, which these trawlers don't have, wouldn't save that from sinking with the amount of weight they've got on board, would it? They're straight to the bottom. Oh, no, no, they float. They generally float for a while. Right, Righto. Okay. Because you've, you've got a big mass of air. Um, they, they're all positive buoyancy. Like, they're all, they're all in survey. Okay. Oh, so a part of the trawler's survey is that they've got to have some sort of buoyancy valuation for them as well. There's air chambers in them and stuff like that, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. See, I didn't know that either. That's amazing. And, and, that, and that's the dangerous because generally what happens if a trawler, uh, they want to try and put it on the bottom because at least they can know where it is. Yes. If it's, or if it's hanging off the bottom, they can go everywhere. Uh, and, and uh, oh, yeah, and then they're a danger, a lot more of a danger all over the place. Oh. Yeah, just steam ships the whole lot. Yep. And and one more question that we had a one of our um, our listeners send in. They wanted to know how do how do the pros go about getting Morton Bay bugs? What's what's the method behind that? Well, the bugs are normally caught with the prawns. Yes. Um, and they just basically catch them. Then in our region here, we normally catch. King, red spot king prawns, bugs, and scallops in the same area. Okay. Okay, and that's actually in between the reefs, which is all the, as I said, the sandy ground between the reefs mm-hmm. is where they trawl, and basically they sit along there and just they'll find a patch and go across there. Okay, and pick them up that way. Pick them up that way. Yeah, and do, do, can you target? purposely target um, Morton Bay bugs or is that more of a bycatch with the prawns it, 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 that's just a lucky side of it it's a um, it's actually a um, it's part of the fishery which is part of our prawn fishery okay yep so basically they catch as many bugs as they do prawns okay at the same time there you go cool. so, brilliant um, and they normally get the scallops Yep. And what they normally do is if they're going to target scallops, they actually change their gear where they actually use a bigger mesh yep. um, net size. Yep. So it can go through the water a little bit easier and they'll get the scallops and the bugs, but the prawns will go through it. Ah, okay. So it's a bit of a bit of a catch-22 there. So, And you're well, saying a thicker mesh is easier to trawl? You actually don't want to catch the prawns yep. with the scallops and bugs because... They're a little bit bigger bags. Yeah. They actually mush the prawns up. I can imagine so that. By going, so by going to the bigger size, you actually let the prawns out. Yeah. And you actually don't damage them. Oh, well, so that's a bit of conservation there. That's a good thing. That's going to work well. 
most most fishermen, you got to people got to remember, fishermen make their living out of the environment. Yeah. And the one thing that they don't want to do is damage it. No. Nope. Like the old days of people just dumping. Like there's there's probably more amateurs that will dump stuff out on the reef than fishermen. Yeah. Yep. You know, so that's a sad truth. No. Yeah, it's certainly yeah. a sad truth that is. So, so they, they all bring their rubbish home. They all do this. You know what I mean? They yep. make sure they don't try and spill oil. They make sure they don't spill fuel because it's so expensive. They use it so Jerome much. Jerome picked up a bottle. Yep. And stuff like that. Oh, all that is brilliant. Uh, it's it's look. It's um. I, and I know exactly what you're saying. Like I've been out on the trawlers a couple of times, and they're they're um they're very conscious of uh, bringing home their rubbish and so forth with the ones that I've been on. So um, I think that everyone's got to put their hand up and do the right thing out there, Rex and pros and everything. So and hopefully everything's going to come together in the future. But no, I've enjoyed talking to you this morning, Gordo, and we found out a few things over the next couple of weeks when we talk to you. We've got a few questions that have come in um, that people want to know, like the for instance, what your favourite seafood is or or what you would recommend as as um best uh, quality to eat whether you'd get a kilo of bugs or a kilo of prawns or so forth so we'll cover all that in the uh weeks or months to follow no problems all good all right looking forward to it hey gordon thanks for your sponsorship of the tro- of the show gaz and i really really appreciate it buddy and uh we wish you all the best and look forward to talk- talking to you next saturday no worries thank you thanks buddy bye-bye see ya ah there we go interesting seafood Interesting about got the um, nets and there. stuff like that. Yeah, it and is. The bugs. It is. Well, I was interested about the bugs because I never knew that either. Yeah. So it caught a cobia once out near the mac patches. Yeah. And um, it spat out two bugs. Did you eat it? The bugs. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. No, I didn't. We put one on a barbecue once on charter. They were so fresh. Really amazing. Yeah. Oh, so, would so have been fresh. amazing. Mm. But no, I didn't eat them, mate. I. Uh, they come straight out of him, and yep. but they were good. At, they were probably good enough to eat. Yeah, yeah. They we had one been. that was like, you know, like yep. mustn't have been dead for five minutes. And I thought, no, stuff this. He's going. I just could. He's, he's going straight in the barbecue. That's fine. Yeah, no, no. They were. It was quite interesting. Yeah, spat two out, and they were. Yep. How often do they eat the mud crabs? You hear of the cobias? Yeah, they smash them. They smash them. Yeah. Well, how often are you out on the shoals or something and a muddy comes swimming Yeah, past, well, we go out, so. the, out the reef to lay those mm. eggs. So, yeah. so there's an easy pickings for them. Mm. We'll have uh, we'll pick that up. And well, as be, um, My next lure will be a bug. Really? Yeah, so we're in the process of designing a, a Morton Bay bug style. Oh. <laughs> it be pretty cool. That's a watch this space. Oh, just It'll friends, be an interesting yeah. one. A, tro- a, a soft plastic style or yeah. a trolling yeah, no, lure? Yeah, material. So How dropping I- down about about five to six ounces of uh, of weight in it. So yep. something that you know you can properly fish in 60, 70 meters of water. There's a lot of stuff out there that they say you can get down, but just doesn't. Yep. Whereas this will bull it to the bottom and then yeah, flick off. On your um, someone books you guys for a for a charter on Audacity. You supply all the gear. Yeah, all the gear. All rods and reels. Walk on. So the only thing we don't do is your lunches and your alcoholic yep. beverages. And people go, oh, why don't you supply lunch? Like you charge this amount and you don't <laughs> supply lunch. And it's, you know, if you're doing back-to-back-to-back trips, yep. the last thing you want to do is focus on what lunch yeah. this group yeah. is having. And I, so I, if they bring their own and you can just focus 100% on the fishing, then that's a better charter in my opinion as well. I saw somewhere where you put the price, which is very fair, is 425 or something, and there was a comment on there, uh, oh, that's a bit steep. And I'm like, I don't know what rock you've been living under, buddy, but 
Uh, people you who aren't fishermen don't understand how what's much involved. it gets to go to the reef. Well, no, I, I, well remember at, at the end grand. of the day, you've got to make a dollar. Yeah. It's not covering your costs. You don't do this to cover your costs. Yeah, people think you need you'll to become a millionaire running for charter boats. Well, you only do that if you're worth $10 million to start off with. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it's just a living. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like the pros. You know, but it's you a good you living. You a millionaire pro. Yeah, um, you scratch up a living, and it is what it is. We do it for the enjoyment. Yeah, but like yeah. we we run two thousand dollars by the fuel trip, so you know you have to charge those sort of mo- that sort of money to do yeah. what we do. I used to have yeah, a Merc two strike. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when it was going. No, oh, that, no was the, Merc was right. that was Merc was brilliant. So that Merc never broke down. I went from. I from, used to have a Yammy too, but we'd only do twelve knots with them on the back of the boat. Hey, 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 oh. hey! Did, was that was that an attack, Gary? No, we apologise to. Uh, Wait up! I'm the, just going to get any future. We apologise to the uh, CEOs of Yamaha that tune into the show. I'll just scrub that out, Adam Finlay. Adam, scrub and him off the on list that date, mm. um, and he's gone from there. It's no good when you're honest, eh? Hey? <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> to try being part of the E-Tech support group that I'm in. Oh. <laughs> we all comfort each other. I used to have one of them. It was good. But did you, I see a I two and a half thousand hours out of that. Never a drummer. Really? Yeah. I cannot be in that same boat as you. Yeah. It's horses Mine. for courses, isn't it? It doesn't. Sometimes um, every, you buy every, a lemon. Yeah. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, that's mm. right. Yammies are the most reliable, mm. but they're just that power in that top end. Yeah, just don't have it. Yeah. So all right. Cool. Let's go to our final so what song and ad What do you got on yours? Mercs. Mercs. Yeah. Yep. My next will be a Merc, I think. If it's, if it's not a Yammer, it's going to be a Merc. Mm. I think the Mercs look sexy as well. They're all about looks for him. His reels. Yeah. It just <laughs> no, no, please attack me more. I, don't, I think you've only We've done it nine times today, Gary. He's compensating. So yeah. We had one or two little jokes he, about midgets, and you think it's all right for you to attack me he's all day. He's compensating for looks. Yeah, pretty average-looking fella. And size. Oh, I don't think either is pretty. No. I, mean, I can't see myself at the moment, but I don't think that's no. pretty either. No. So. No. We're all in the same. Mate, I've seen you on right. TV with Guesty. I think I should have been on the catwalk, but nevertheless. <laughs> all right. Last song and ad break. Get your ads in. Uh, here's a little song about kids that refuse to wear their pants the right way, but I think yous will like it.
Your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418-199-667. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See it down at Tackle World today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power. With the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance. And Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It is at that time of the morning that all of our wonderful listeners hang out for to see if they win some, win some really, really groovy prizes. So, all right. What do you change? Oh, you want my numbers, Gaz. I want your numbers. You, you know you're allowed to talk. You don't have to point to me. Well, people don't want to go, Marty, can I have your numbers, please? Thank you. You right uh, now? Yeah. That was... Uh, <laughs> That's what I was doing. I did that when I was a kid. Wrong. Yeah, do you want a lollipop? Right. Right, let's give some stuff away. Adam, you're back on the list. I'm unscrubbing. Oh, nice. Oh, I don't know yet. Gary's gone. (laughs) Mate, I will retire one day. You'll have to. Not, you know, once you retire, that's the show. We'll we'll have to audition for a co host. 30 years ago, wouldn't you? Nah. No? Well, I've been doing it for 30 years. 2022, 20, 23 this 1996. year? Oh, that's 27 years you've been doing it for. The year well, I, I had got a married. Couple, I had a couple of years off. It's nearly as old as I am. 
Yeah, it's unreal, isn't it? I, I hate it when I get friends' requests from people and they look at their age, 1999. I'm like, I was married before you. Whatever. I grab them gleefully. Stupid young <laughs> idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, you'll do. Lord. Just skip over that one <laughs> quickly. Roll the, roll the barrel, guys. How come they're all single and they have no other friends? Why do I get all these scams? It's like when you press confirm and then they send you an e- it's YouTube link. because of the sites you're on, Gary. <laughs> yeah. They track you down. Why, why do they scam me all the time? Yeah, midget pole dancers. That's what it was, yeah. They yeah. just saw that video and a hashtag and they're straight I'm into mini link. boats at the moment. Mini boats? Have you seen the mini boats? Have you seen the mini boat site? Like, they do some of the fastest little racing boats that you've ever seen and they, they sit there with just dirty big motors and tiny little boats and they do about 80 mile an hour on this thing Sounds that looks fun. like have you oh. ever you ever been in crowey's boat no i nah. wouldn't get in with nah, him go in it go in it mate like no nah. it's, it's like you'll crap yourself but you'll love it at the same time oh, no. I, oh it is epic fast not, but comfortable and like not, doesn't feel dangerous at all like not like a bass boat ridiculously oh. epic but no. speed. Oh. Sorry to all the bass boat owners out nah. there. Yeah. <laughs> there he is again. You Yamaha be, owners, you gotta now be bass boat owners. you got to yeah. be special. Who Absolutely next? torn shreds <laughs> off all of them. What are we giving away, Marty? $50? Yes. Cleveland-based seafood voucher. All right, sounds good. Let's do that first. Thanks to Gordon. I carried the spinning wheel up all by myself this Who'd morning. Who did you bring up with you? Uh, we got a crowd because Adam's in today. Oh, well, there should be. It was worth it. To our audience. Yeah. There we go. All right. <laughs> As we do. Yep. Uh, 73. 73. 73. That's off your list, Marty. That is Kylie. Yeah, that would be one of mine. Jump on the phones, Kylie. You've won yourself $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher. Um, thanks to Gordo. You can roll right in there and pick that up when you're in town. Oh, look at that. I found a pen that's working. Working. 73. Kylie. Jump on the phones. There she is, Marty. Kylie's on the phone. All right. I'm taking it. I'm taking yep. a gaza. Go for it. Good morning, fishing show. Hi, it's Lisa here. Kylie's too scared to talk on the phone. Oh, oh is she now? Well, Polly, oh, Kylie's not going to get her prawns if she doesn't get on. Yeah, I put her on and tell her say hello. Yeah. Hello. Kylie, how dare you not want to talk to Gary and I? <laughs> or me. Yeah, and I'm just busy. Or Adam. How's, how's work going this morning? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, good. Well, congratulations. Thanks to Gordon at uh, the Cleveland Bay Seafoods. You've won yourself a $50 seafood voucher. Oh, great. Thank you. That'll, that'll be behind the counter um, when you come to Townsville next, Cleveland Bay Seafood, yeah. um, next to Tackle World. You can pick that up from in-store at Cleveland Bay Seafood. At Cleveland Bay Seafood? Yep, right okay. next door to Tackle World. Next door to Tackle World. Get yeah, right Good on you, Kylie. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thanks, mate. See Bye. you later. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Right, there we go. They'll teach you for not wanting to talk. Yeah. Sort of. All right. Force her on. Yeah. Um, we have... Typical woman with you, Marty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't throw me like that. Oh, no. no. Um, help me. Help me, Gary. Hooked apparel shirt. One women's shirt and one kid's shirt at the same time. Um, you get the voucher and you jump on the web page, hooked apparel yep. page. And put in the little code that's on the voucher and pick yourself a couple of shirts. Can you ask that fella not to whistle this time? It goes all the way through the microphones. What whistle? There's a... Yeah. Him. No. Stop it. He's part of the show, mate. 
That sounded <laughs> looking exactly, at that, that, how good's that audience? It sounded exactly the same. The yeah, they good, mate. Unreal. They are good. Yeah. Twenty-two. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Twenty-two. Twenty-two is yeah. Sue. Jump on the phone, Sue. You've won this awesome prize, a ladies' fishing shirt and a kid's courtesy of the gang at Hooked Apparel. So if you need some uh, good stuff, jump on the Hooked Apparel website and uh, find yourself some stuff. So that is 22 Sue. Nearly rhymes. Run around. Just a bit. Yeah. Just wait. Jump on the phone, Sue. You've won yourself. Yeah, I'm going to go home and get the boat ready, have a bit of a play with it. And in a couple of weeks, I've got to do a uh, big boat clean-out, Gazza. What? Is it full of crap? No. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. Oh, g'day, Sue. Got the cold, have you, love? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is Jeff, the other half. Oh, I didn't realise that, Jeff. (laughs) Congratulations, mate. You guys have uh, won the Hooked Apparel shirts. Um, You've got the voucher here. It's a really cool prize to win. Beauty. It'll be a tackle world, Jeff, and you have to jump on the Hooked Apparel webpage and uh, fill it all out and put the the, uh, fishing show code in there. Rightio. Thanks, Gary. Good on you. How's Kelso this morning? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Beautiful. Pretty, pretty quiet. No no, no cars on fire smouldering away. No, you still got yours in the driveway or you haven't looked yet? No, I love it in the shed. <laughs> come, come down to Gary's Park in Currajong. There's a rally there in the next two hours. <laughs> good on you, Jeff. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Jeff said to me this morning, there's a bit of fog up here, and I said, you sure it's not fire from a burnt-out car? (laughs) Did did Jeff see the funny side of it? Yeah, he did. He said, we don't um, don't do that up here. We steal them and never crap in your own backyard. (laughs) They'll burn them out somewhere. No, we're only joking. Nice recovery there, We're only joking. What do we got now, Marty? Mate, we've got our fish sculptor. Sculpture. 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 All right. It's an awesome one, too. It's a tuna. What is that? I've got the band playing the spin. Oh, it's horrible. Oh. <laughs> Number 40. Sorry, Adam. For? Sorry, buddy. 40. 40. 40 is Shane. Jump on the phone, Shane. You've won yourself this awesome little fish sculpture out of metal from the gang at Big Dog. Is that going to be Miss Shane or Mr. Shane? Mr. Shane. Mr. Shane, because we've got a miss as well. He's on the phone right now. All right, let me take it. Good as gold. Good morning, fishing show. Morning, Marty. How are you, mate? Oh, Shane, I'm excellent this morning. How are you, my friend? Awesome, awesome. Even better now, these uh, this uh, fish sculpture, the metal frame one, you're going to love. Put it in the games room or put it on the front fence. Do whatever you want with it. It's really, really cool prize to win. It actually, just look at it. It looks like our uh, tuna, NQ Fishing Show tuna. It does. Um, logo. Yeah, logo. So there you go. Yeah, nothing like it. It does. I'm actually, <laughs> now that I've seen that, I'm actually going to get Ben... Um, to, to do a to couple do a, of them up. Yeah, how good yeah, would that yeah, be? Yeah, we'll, we, we've got our little kitty there. We'll hey, uh, swing him some coin. We'll drop that off at uh, Tackle World for you, Shane. When you're floating by, you'll be able to pick it up. What's, no what, worries. What's the plan for the weekend, Shane? Uh, getting the boat ready, going to do a run tomorrow, chase a bear and a crab. Oh, where are you heading, or is it a secret? Uh, just the south of the Morrissey's, mate. No secrets with me. No, no. So I think I don't think you're going to be alone in Morrissey's tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's just an inkling that I've got. But, um, I've, it, look, it's certainly worthwhile going there. There's plenty of fish, that's for sure. You've been getting a few lately? No, not really. No, same as Gazza, hey? 
exactly. Yeah, I give all my good spots to Shane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he shares them with me. Yeah, yeah, you have these coordinates for tomorrow, mate. <laughs> mate, you can Thank pick. You, you can pick this a great prize up from our show sponsors at Tackle World anytime after eleven o'clock this morning. And as to all of our listeners, thank you to you to listening to our crazy show, mate. We appreciate it. Cool. Good on you, Shane. Might see you at the footy tonight. Will do. See you. Good see on you, mate. bud. Bye, bye, mate. Bye, bye. Bye. Cow- hey. Cowboys playing the Eels tonight. Cowboys and I hope the, Eels. the boys go all right. Yes. Jakey Granville's 200th game. And resigned as a bit of a celebration for yeah, us. Yeah, it's good, mate. We it's need as many pensioners as we can get. Yes. No, he hey, goes, no, he goes, he goes all right. Careful. He goes good. He loves his fishing too. Likes Careful, fishing. my friend. So, Giving him all my good spots. <clears throat> Adam Finlay, Audacity Charters. There's so much more we need to cover, so we've got to have you back in in um, a couple of months' time. But thanks for spending some time with us today. No problem. Um, I think the episode went brilliantly, and um, we certainly appreciate you giving us. It was good, time. mate. If um, anyone is looking for a Shoals Reefy trip um, and a group at work or whatever, jump on the Audacity webpage. Yeah, for sure. Um, Where do they find that webpage? On the internet. Yeah, <laughs> less people call if they can't find the webpage. Yeah, so that's what <laughs> see what Not I can really do to you, Gary. Business, see that? There's your microphone. It's gone. It's gone. Go and talk. Oh. Uh-huh. See? At least you remembered to switch them off this time. Oh, oh the late low blow. Oh, bang, got Ooh. him. I want out. That's the end of the show. Uh, to our audience, thank you so much for listening. Been some horrible things happened on the highway this week, so as Gary and I always say, please drive safely. Look after yourself. Look after the people who are coming in the opposite direction. And we need as many listeners as we can get. And we need you back with us next Saturday morning. Gary, you're the best. Thank you for Cheers, giving Marty. me another great Saturday morning. Adam, good on you. And we will see you all again next